What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Flagrant 2. No easy buckets analysis by assholes. Water cooler commentary for your sports needs. I'm Andrew Schultz. I'm here with Akash Singh. Yo. We got Alex back in the building. Hell yeah. Edin is not here. I told Edin not to come today. Yeah, you put a wall up, huh? I did. Put I put a wall, wall up on Edin. Ain't no caravan pulling up here, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't happening. Uh, I was thinking about having him just show up and maybe help out. Well, right. I told him to pass through because I needed the hard drive. So he might come. I got the hard drive. Oh, no, no, the other one. There's the another one, hard drive? The one that you gave him. You got too much flavor. shit going on. You can't even keep up, fam. Son. That's crazy. It's a lot. It's a lot. But um, anyway, we, we should find a way to include Edin. Edin's going to help me. Uh, we're going to shoot the show tomorrow, your show. Edin Alex, has been so Mexican. Which is going to be phenomenal. today. Sorry, when this comes out, it'll be today. What happened? Your what? He's oh, the live show. Yeah, the live the, show. The free Alex show. The free Alex show. So that will end up being today. Right now, recording this, it's Monday, but the show is obviously Tuesday. But uh, no, Edin has been. He's uh, been just useful. incredibly. I mean, you would think the man didn't have citizenship the way he's just been just he's ready been working, to work. Bro. It's in yeah, their I mean, blood. I'm telling you. Know you know what I mean? We gave Alex a raise today. Yeah, I want to tell everybody this. We gave Alex a raise. <laughs> literally doubled his pay, and this piece of shit showed up 15 minutes late. Okay? That's why you can't. Pay people. Yo, they're already roasting me in the comments. Let's stop. For what? Why are they roasting you? Because of Dwayne's fucking DSLRs. That's on you, dog. Oh, word. Oh, <laughs> yo. Let me tell you something. Yeah. I came up yo, on Dwayne a Dwayne looked like Jesse Jackson. Really? You got to look at Jesse Jackson. You know who Dwayne is? I see it, actually. Bro, it's yeah, uncanny. I, I fucking see it. Both That's of their, crazy. their face is perfect square. That's crazy. I yeah. see it. But I was scrolling on YouTube one day, and I saw just a random, like, brilliant idiot's video, a, yeah. new, a newer joint, I was like... Why does this look incredible? Yeah, what nah. the fuck is going so, on? Dwayne really was coming for Alex's neck, bro. Really I feel what? bad because the dude, the first time I asked him to do it, he brought six cameras. Wow. He brought six different <laughs> wow. cameras, son. He brought six different cameras. It was almost like a joke because he had one camera set up on a tripod and then he had a miniature tripod attached to that camera <laughs> and then another camera on top of it. Yo, uh, son, but... I was like, Alex could stay locked, bro. We good. <laughs> I kept hearing from you. Like, I think it's going to be a few more weeks i was like we are right. <laughs> <laughs> but i will give you this alex you get up the video much quicker okay Dwayne, it takes a few days oh you see i'm next day yeah you're next day you're not i mean when around. you got that kind of quality it oh, takes yeah. a few days <laughs> this guy bro hey, <laughs> this I'm guy a minute man man <laughs> <laughs> that's why you oh, love man. these white bitches <laughs> <laughs> oh whoa yo these poor white girls that oh. was so disappointing yeah, you know what's really disappointing? 400 years of slavery. <laughs> That's disappointing. That's disappointment. You know what else is disappointing? The look on your father's face when he finds out I had sex with you. <laughs> Let's call it even, Delilah. <laughs> I freak oh, out whenever Alex runs over to the board like something's wrong with the audio. <laughs> Bro, uh, I don't know if we we told them uh, we we in the day remember when we recorded the thirty best minutes podcast has ever had and Alex forgot to record it. <laughs> Man, that was a blessing. That was a blessing in disguise. Yeah, it no, was a little yeah, wild. Yeah. Wait, was it no, wild? Those here's minutes? what happened. Yeah, you yeah. were you were in hot water, or whatever. We were wilding up top, and then you told Alex to delete everything that happened because you freaked out. And then Alex forgot I, to press record on, again. Son. Did I say that? Yes, you did. All right, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you were like, you know what? Fuck it, let's go. And we were all like hype. We we're like, yeah, let's go. I had my Wolf of and Wall Street. Had, yeah, I had, got hyped too. I was my Wolf of Wall Street, bro. <laughs> Alex got caught. Right? Alex these got caught. These cocksuckers. <laughs> 
ain't got shit on me. I started pounding my chest. They're gonna have to come here with their bare hands and tear me out of this office. Alex. And then you were like, like, what about Nicki Minaj's fans and all the things they said about you? I was like, yeah, cut all that shit. Cut all that shit. We saw what happened to the wolf. Oh my God. I'll be a retriever of Wall Street. I don't need to be a full old wolf. No, I'm so glad we cut that shit though. Oh, But in retrospect, her career is over, so I won. True. This bitch looks terrible. She's looking awful. Terrible. She's doing our shit now. Uh, Queen Radio? She got a podcast, yo. Yeah. The irony. The (laughs) irony she could get upset at something that we say on a podcast, and now every single week, Mm -hmm. all she does is say salacious shit about other people Mm -hmm. on podcasts. Barbs. This bitch. This bitch. (laughs) Anyway. Here we are again. Another episode of Flagrant 2. I'm back from Buffalo. Buffalo. Oof, that was a long weekend, bro. Yeah. That was a long weekend. They ain't always exhausted. long like that. But no, I was I was exhausted. But um, there was one day where all I did was eat chicken wings from the beginning of the day <laughs> to the end of the day. I went on a chicken wing oh run. Oh my God. Because that's where they started. The Buffalo yeah. chicken wings started there. And I only had chicken oh, wings. That's why it's called Buffalo wings. Exactly. I didn't, yo. You didn't put I that did together. I did not put that oh, together. Really? Come I on, thought, I thought you'd be sarcastic. Just that. Bruh, sometimes I, be, I don't mean no really obvious shit. <laughs> it's really embarrassing as an Indian, but fuck it. What can you do? Yo, we got to have, we have to have a pride off. Okay. Okay, what's it? Oh, I, I'm excited right now. Right? It's me, you, Kaz, and we can include Alex in this as well. Maybe right. even Eden. We have to have a competition with about who's more prideful in their ethnicity. Okay. So we each have to compete in things that our ethnic background is known for. Right. So spelling bee for you. Right. So we'll have a sick Craigslist for Cass. It's scamming people, but not Craigslist. We'll have him call our moms, (laughs) and he has to see if he can get their credit card information. (laughs) (laughs) I already know my mom getting got. (laughs) got. Your mom (laughs) getting got real quick. It's over. Once Cass says a big word, he's like, oh, (laughs) shit. I got I'm gonna pick up phone. Is this a black? <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Immediately hangs up. Yo, my mom coming in town went. tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you need to come visit. Yo, you know the best thing is my my mom stay or Andrew stays drawing my mom off sides. Like, cause my mom is where I don't. Mean? What does that mean? Like. It's like uh, you get her to say reckless shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Like cause my mom yeah. is like me. Like that's where I get it from. Where I can't keep it locked up, and she's the same. And Andrew will try to ask her a question, and then she'll say something PC, and then she'll be like, actually, and then she'll say the wild shit, oh, bro. Yeah, Dude, my I had mom. dinner with her, his mom and his dad. <laughs> that shit was like a clan meeting, bro. That shit was <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> bro, it started out nice, dude. When the when the fucking lentils and shit, when the appetizers were there, they were real well behaved. Oh, Was that curry goat? <laughs> once that curry goat came through, they got once, that once spice. The spices came so once out, they yeah. got that spice, it got real hot. It got real hot. <laughs> and it's so funny how Indian people are because they got no. I think you explained this to me. Was it or somebody did like like Asians in general have no guilt about being racist because they're not white. I didn't explain it to you, but yeah, they don't. Well, I've always said that. Like, if you expect me to have white guilt, I'm just not going to. Right, right, exactly, right? And this is an Asian thing as well. Like, like you'll see, like, Asians, they look Chinese Asians, right? right, right? right. Like, they have... 
like the older ones, yeah. they have zero guilt about saying things about other races. They'll just say it blatantly, and it's like, they'll be like, you're racist. And they'll be like, no, I'm just Chinese. Like, I'm, <laughs> this is just how we feel as a group of people. <laughs> right? I'm wrong or no? Maybe, I don't know. But like, when, you, when, you, when, you, when y'all, folks, y'all folks were just saying shit, it was mad funny, bro. Like, you could ask them how they feel about any group of people, and they'll just say it straight to your face. <laughs> like, ask white people, like, how do you feel about Chinese people? And they'll immediately go to, like, the positives. The shit they, they know to, about China, yeah, the most yeah. obscure fact they know. Yes, they'll be like, oh, what a great uh, invention noodles were. And did you know the Italians stole it from them? Da 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 da, right? And you ask Indians, you're like, "How do you feel about Asians?" They're like, "Dirty." <laughs> <laughs> I'm wrong. Okay. We, we keep it 100. Yo, you got to bring on the podcast, bro. Oh, without a doubt, <laughs> you got to bring on the podcast. I mean, I'll bring her. That was actually, yeah. I'm, what? She'll wild out though. You think? She'll wild out. Maybe, or she'll be too shy. I don't know. I'm curious. Yeah, your dad was funny too. Yeah, my dad funny in his little pocket. Yeah, just like, this is their reaction to like saying anything salacious. They just say it and then they go, this is how we feel. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. You gotta respect that. Yo, there's comfort oh in it. Oh my God. Anyway, so here we are. I'm out in Buffalo and I was questioning whether or not to tell you guys about this, but I want to tell you. I, uh, I, I, the guy that opened for me did a guest, guest spot for me, a really nice guy's name is Joe Sib. Right. Right. Currently he's on tour with Metallica, opening up for Metallica. Right. Right. Now, Metallica is, for all of you young kids, is one of the biggest uh, metal bands in history, one of the right. biggest rock bands in yeah. history. Yeah. yeah. You old fuck. It's true. Yo, we mad old. Matter of fact, Not as you guys are no, listening I said to you this. You old fuck. Don't no, no, say we. Oh, you old too. Nah, yes, you are. Look nah. how you dress. I'm early 30s, baby. Son, look how he's dressed. <laughs> early 30s, dumb old, dog. No, look nah, at God. how Alex is dressed. Can we look and just Yo, acknowledge? All right. I do dress for comfort, but still. Nah. <laughs> it's not an older sentence on earth nah, bro. than I dress for comfort. But it's, you know, I just want to acknowledge this. You look like you still locked up. <laughs> no. I did think about that when I when I got so, dressed. Well. You know what you dress like? You dress like the Puerto Rican girl that like had enough with men, <laughs> so she becomes a lesbian at like forty two. But she got kids oh, yeah. and everything. You know what I mean? I mean nice bag and Eminem. These hips. Oh fuck! Eminem <laughs> is great. He does dress like Eminem. Like a female PE teacher. <laughs> Why gotta be female? Because <laughs> that's a female color. You wearing beige? This shit is, it is sexy. This shit is crazy. Is it? It brings out my skin tone. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. You know, I've been hearing Listen, man, I believe it if Wheezy told you, but anybody else, I don't believe it. <laughs> anyway, so look. So Alex and Wheezy is our Ross show. and Rachel. That's what I was saying yeah, to you yeah, last week. We're going to get them to make no, it happen. Disgusting. So back to this Metallica show. Right. I'm at this Metallica show, and it's 22,000 people sold out fucking arena. It was unbelievable. Joe is opening up for them as a, as like a comic, also with Jim Brewer. So he takes me backstage, walks me to downstairs, the whole thing. I'm looking around. It's fucking unbelievable. And I start to realize, like, I'm not optimizing my live shows as much as I should. How so? So as a comic... What we focus on is our time. Right. Right? We go, I'm going to do my 45 minutes. And a lot of people don't know this, but like, we often don't choose our opening acts. Like, when I'm on the road in yeah. Omaha, the yeah. club chooses the opening acts. And a lot of times, they don't even let you choose the act. They'll be like, oh, no, it's really important to us that we develop the young comics in the area, et cetera. Mm. Now, when I'm watching Metallica, and I'm seeing this whole fucking show that's orchestrated and put together, and I'm like, all I'm doing is worrying about my act on stage. And I got to make sure it's better than every other comic out there. 
But now, as someone who headlines and draws people, not in Buffalo, but who draws people to shows, (laughs) the show starts when you enter the venue. And it stops when you leave the venue. Okay. This is not just my 45 minutes to an hour on stage. Right. It's the fucking night. Right. The second you walk into the venue, right, there should be something that lets you know right off the bat. That's interesting. Right? Like, yeah. I want a f- poster. Views from the CIS. Welcome uh, welcome to Andrew Schultz's Views from the CIS tour. You know, um, if you are easily offended, easily triggered, sensitive, stop here, turn around, That's great. and walk out of the club. Set the tone immediately. Yeah. It's a little chuckle, but you're like, okay, the tone is set. The second you go into the room, there should be a playlist of music that's already going, mm-hmm. right? Intercut with like some of my older jokes. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah. Intercut with keep it tight, dick talk, intercut, intercut five minutes to showtime, blah, blah, blah. Like it should yeah, get the yeah, fucking yeah. vibe going. Put in podcast clips that are funny. Exactly. That's you what I'm saying. You're saying like, reckless shit on brilliant idiots. Boom. All these things that we know, you know what I mean? Going, 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 going. And then the comics that I have on the show should be curated by me. Even if they're local guys, I got to see the video of them. Right. Sometimes I'll have a fucking 62-year-old dude opening for me who hmm. does cruise ships. Hmm. That's not going to be right, right. views from the CIS. That's not going to be my show. Right. So it just it was just one of these eye-opening things where I go, it is my responsibility as the entertainer right. to start that night to the end. So you leave there going, fuck, that was an experience. Not yeah. only was his stand-up the best show I've seen, when I walked into the club to when I left the club, yeah. it was the best night right. I've had. That's dope. And we got, as comics, we don't think about ourselves like that. A lot of times musicians are great. How can I take you through a whole night? You know, fucking Taylor Swift is doing almost a play on stage with all their actions. And we go up there and we sit on a stool and we tell jokes. It's like, let's make it bigger, bro. No, that's a great idea. Let's fucking make this a whole night. Great idea. Yeah. Like uh, for the meet and greet, I should do that on the stage afterwards with with music going and a different vibe. So you're leaving there with something. Yeah. We try to do that with the ABDCs and like we're ending with all of us on stage at the same time, et cetera. What's a well-rounded show. But when you headline alone. Yeah. You're just like, ah, oh, well, I do my time. I think that we 45 do- 45 minutes is a huge undertaking, but you're also like, I don't got the time to worry about that shit. I think we do do it. We just had a little light go out, but Alex going to fix it. I think we do do it. I think that the issue a lot of times is when we're doing it by ourselves, and a lot of people don't know this, but initially, what happened, Al? No, no, it works. Just, just undo it and put it back in. It just takes a little thing. So what initially what initially happens is when we're on the road we're not drawing. Yeah. Right? We're just doing the job. We're a right. hired gun. Right. Right? Yeah. After well, you got it. After you become a hired gun and you start to draw, now you have the responsibility of your yes, show. Yes, that's true. When you're a hired gun, you are a draw now. You made right. the transition this year. Initially, you're a fucking substitute teacher. I'm a substitute teacher. Right. So you're subbing. Imagine you're the sub and you walk into the classroom. I just got to make sure the lesson plan is tight. Right. But imagine you're a sub and you walk into the yeah. classroom and you got music and you doing handshakes with all the kids and you doing uh, this lesson plan here and this is how yeah, we're yeah. going to teach. And they're like, dude, you're gone tomorrow. Like, yeah, it don't yeah, matter. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Right. This is just our comedy club we come right. to. Once you become the knight, right. curate that whole fucking thing. Right. And I'm saying this on the podcast now, and I almost didn't say it because I don't like saying what, how the sausage made it, but I'm saying this because I want to keep myself accountable. 
No, that's good. I'm saying this so I do. And I'm going right. to try to put it together. I already spoke to Cypher Sounds, my guy who does stand-up. He comes on a, a row with me sometimes. Hilarious dude. Um, but he's also a music guy. Yeah. And he understands putting on a show. Right. I'm like, let's make something. <clears throat> anyway, I think that can be. That's great. No, I, that's a really good point. Because while we were out there in Europe, so many people were asking me about Kevin Hart. Every time I mentioned comedy, they were asking me about Kevin Hart. And right. like here, I kind of get the sense, like in America, it's like, ah, we're kind of like over him or whatever. Right. Comedy wise, like he still does movies or whatever. But over there, they, they see him as larger than life. And then yep. the last show I've been to, like there was fire on the stage. Technical, yep. like all like, yeah. yeah, it looks like a crazy huge show. It does not look like a comedy show. You know what I was thinking today? To that extent, I mean, this is a much lesser <clears> version, <throat> but um, there's a check spot in stand-up, right? When yeah. you're doing an hour and about 30 minutes into the set, they drop checks and you have to pay checks. Which every comic hates. Every comic hates. The great Wait, comedy clubs. That? What does that mean? So during the show, you have to pay for your check, your meal during the headliner. About 30 minutes in, they drop the checks and it usually takes around oh, 10, oh, okay, okay. 10 minutes, say 10, 15 minutes to get everybody's checks paid and everything like that. Yeah. So this the, doesn't seem like a big deal, but think about you got eight people that you came to the comedy club with. You don't get separate checks. You don't tell them separate checks. So they place the check on the table, just like you would at a restaurant. And then during the comedian set, <clears throat> while Andrew's on stage telling a joke, you're talking to your friend, hey, how much do you, how much do you want to put down? Mm. And then the whole fucking room is doing that. And a joke is so fragile. If you miss one word, you can miss the whole fucking thing. Sure. And this is 10 minutes. And then they come back and sign the bill. And it's a f waitress. Is not, they're just in everybody's sight line. It's a whole the thing. The great comedy clubs, for example, The <clears throat> Cellar, does it after the show. Right. Right? There's some great comedy clubs around the country that do it after the show for this very reason. Okay. Right? So what I'm thinking is, I'm doing an hour on stage. Let's say you drop at 35 minutes. I'm thinking I take an intermission. And I go, instead of having waitresses tiptoe around, I go, guys, this show is for you. I do this show every weekend. I don't want you to miss 10 minutes of this. Waitresses are going to give you these checks. Pay them shits real quick. Music kick. Let me finish. Music kicks on. Pay them shits real quick. The, instead of the, 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 the waiters and waitresses handing out the checks, going back to the kitchen, coming back, it's just boom, boom, credit card, credit card, cash, this, that, the other. You all go, there's music going, this, that, the other. It's a fun vibe still. Everything's happening. And then, boom, I'm right back. Yeah, it's interesting because that's what they do in London or in England. Well, that's exactly that's what they do with uh, even here for like a, a long play. Right. Usually those plays are two hours. <clears throat> yeah. Right? But what I'm thinking is, as long as you make it a show, as long as it's just not dead air. Right. Right? As long as there's something to hype up. And yeah. even the music that we choose for like the check fan, it could be funny. On yeah. theme. It could be humorous, yeah. right? Don't want to pay my bills, my bills, right? And then another one, like like Sif is so good with like music being comedic, right? You know, so we could and even have shit that's cut in. Yo, hurry up! Yes, tip. Yes, you tip. Like little things in it to keep it going. And then I come back, and it could be even funny. Like there's things we could do even when I come back. We could have fucking costume changes, like I'm Beyonce. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, there's so many different things that we should elevate stand-up. Yeah. There's these all these other art forms that yeah. are so elevated in what they do, and we are so focused on on the minutia of jokes that by the time we get a joke ready, we're like, let's give it to the world. Fuck. Now I'm thinking you shouldn't have talk, spoke about this shit. I know. Because other comedians listened and like jumped the gun on Yo, but good. To be honest, no comedian is doing that. No comedian has the confidence. No comedian has the ambition. Comedians are like, 
I'm comfy in the cut. I want to be laid back. I want to blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay. There's not a lot of people with the self-confidence of Kevin Hart doing comedy. Yo, and, and, a, and a lot of it, a lot of times comedians, we're so obsessed with what other comedians think. And once you let go of that, because at the end of the day, we want other comedians to like us because that's the highest compliment. Right. When a comic thinks you're funny, mm-hmm. it's just great. It feels so fucking good. But comics aren't buying tickets for the show. Nope. You have to do the show for the people. And then what often happens is, if you stay true to the art, but you care about the people going there, comics will recognize it and end up going, hey, that's some awesome shit. Mm. You know what I mean? You know By it's not like, seeking, yeah. It's like when you go to school and the kids who are trying, everybody makes fun of them. Like, look at this dork studying. Look at this dork <laughs> and being nice to teachers. That's how comics are. And then he does really well and you fail and then you're like, yo, you think you could help me with calculus? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I exactly. You help me with calculus. Exactly. Like, I'm sure... Initially, when people saw me posting about the YouTube clips or posting videos or posting stand-up, I'm sure there were comics that were just annoyed by it. And then when the videos start hitting a million, now a lot of comics are coming to me asking me how the, the, the internet game works and the digital mm, game works. Right. Now a lot of comics are posting their stand-up on Instagram and right. posting their stand-up on YouTube. Right? We meet any change initially with rejection. Right? It was like some black dude drank out of a water fountain and white people were like, yo, <laughs> Come on, yo. You gonna take all the water with your big ass lips. <laughs> you gonna take all the water. <laughs> How you compared your fucking stand up like, wow. to Rosa Parks and Water Fountains is crazy. I'm the Harriet Tubman of YouTube comedy, bro. Oh bro, I underground railroaded my shit, uh, son. I feel like on behalf of black people, I gotta just shut you up. Let us be one. free. Like, yo, yo. Let us be free. Three weeks ago, we compared himself to Jesus about something. I forget what it was. They judged Jesus before they put himself on the cross. You remember that? Bro, you wildin'. Bro, that was that was Jesus' tiger moment. You know what it was. That? That's what it was. <laughs> Jesus is tiger. Moment. Oh my god. Bro, let me I'm wild, bro. Anyway. You know what my cousin said? What he said? Uh, he told me this yesterday. He said, Andrew Schultz is to this day the craziest person I've met in my life and I'm a psychiatrist. Why? What happened? He's a forensic psychiatrist. He speaks to like convicts who murdered people. And he said, Andrew, I'm not even lying, is the craziest person I've ever met in my life. Why? Why he said that? He said the first thing you said to him. Yeah. He was staying at your place. He had med school interviews and I was out of town for like an extra day or something. Yeah. And then I was like, yo, Andrew's very hospitable. Yeah, he can stay with me, whatever. So he stays there and then we get there somehow around the same time. And the first thing you say to him, you ask, I, I get in like an hour after you say, how was your flight? And then I say, ah, it sucks. I'm never flying with a layover again. And you go, and this is the first sentence he says around my cousin. He goes, oh God, layovers. Isn't that for like people with AIDS? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my cousin is a fucking doctor, psychiatrist. He deal with AIDS patients all the time. Bro, but that's true though. Do you want to be on a flight with a guy with AIDS for six hours or longer, even twelve? Yeah. Think about that. He's sneezing, getting a AIDS up. To change a plane. That's oh, right. Because you God. imagine you sneeze seven times on a flight with AIDS, right? Son, now. We all got it almost. He was like, you tell me about it yesterday. He was like, I didn't even know him. You know what I mean? Like, That's so you don't fun. know me. That's Son, he was in my house, bro. <laughs> I was me testing the waters to see if he got AIDS. <laughs> 
<laughs> that might explain why I like you so much. <laughs> Yo, but let I, me clarify my awful. point right, with the water fountains, right? Is that like eventually there were white folks that were like, oh. <laughs> Eventually, their white folks were like, oh, maybe we should stop being racist pieces of shit and just share the fucking water fountain. Which is just like YouTube comedy. Which is the same thing as fucking YouTube, guys. Right? Yeah. Like, there's a reason. Oh, yo, low key, no, no bullshit. I've been doing this. I've been watching the. I've been doing this show at the cellar, this Comedy Central show is, uh, yes. this week at the cellar, right? And I've been seeing, like, what they're doing, Comedy Central. Literally copying my exact format. So they have a thing they do, the joke a week now. Oh, really? <laughs> right? They have a Comedy Central stand-up page, which is just stand-up, but clips of stand-up. They're not putting their whole specials. They're just putting their clips up. Now they have a meet this comic in five jokes, which is essentially 551 five, five, or 441, four, where they're like 12 to 15 minute joke sections. Right. So they're just oh, five wow. jokes pieced together. All I'm saying. No, I agree. They're drinking out the fountain now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? They got thirsty. They got real thirsty, right? They got real thirsty. And your boy was over here like, ah, some delicious ass water. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I didn't bring a full yo, circle. I'm gonna I get killed for this. I didn't bring a full killed. circle. People don't even know you black, man. No, but they praised me for speaking up when uh, Abdi was here, and now they're gonna be like, "Why you just let Andrew <laughs> compare himself, Bro, to being a civil rights leader?" Can we acknowledge? That I'm the Al Sharpton of comedy. Okay. <laughs> Yo, you can have Al Sharpton. Yeah, you can have fam. Al Sharpton. Ain't nobody gonna no, not give you Al, Al Sharpton. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. You got Al Sharpton. Look, like, look like he got Zika. Yeah. Of course you can have Al Sharpton. <laughs> Put it this way. Okay. <laughs> Who the fuck? Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton's been taking layovers. Oh, that's good. That's a good Oh, that's a win. Oh, shit. Oh, man, that's how you wrap up a topic. Yo, that's how we wrap it up. Right Just like there. those dicks that people you were fucking unprotected that ended up <laughs> getting them some fucking AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> we flagrant today. <laughs> we keep it in flagrant. Oh, my God. I guess the point is be open-minded, everybody. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's all I wanted to say. Now, yeah. what's the problem with Apu? And then we're going to get to some sports, but... The problem with Apu is he getting taken off the Simpsons. That's the problem with Apu. Wow. Why are we losing representation? So, for everybody that doesn't know, uh, the Simpsons had a very uh, prominent Indian character on the show, ran the convenience store, the 7-Eleven The Quickie version, Mart. The Quickie Mart, uh, named Apu. And um, there's a comic that, by the name of Hari Kandabalu that did this documentary called The Problem with ha- Apu. Mm-hmm. And what was the crux of the documentary? <sighs> I don't want to speak too much on it because I don't want to speak ill of an Indian comedian. That's fair. But And I'm not trying to position you to do that, but just so people know. But the idea like, was that like this was hurtful growing up. Not even as much to him, I think, was to his parents. How it kind of like erased their identity and just put this caricature, I guess, or whatever, in their something, something, something. I now, don't know. Would it be fair to say that the Simpsons, like most cartoons, play off of stereotypes Every of a culture. Every character is a stereotype. Right. There's a Scottish character right. on that show. Groundskeeper Willie. Groundskeeper Willie. I right. mean, this motherfucker is a caricature 
of for real, right? And I don't think my folks ever, or like my mom's side, ever felt uncomfortable no. by that. That she, no. you know, if anything, they were like, "Yeah, that is kind of how we are. We're just <laughs> fucking <laughs> drunken animals." <laughs> right? So uh, he's also a groundskeeper at an elementary school. Apu owns his own business. Right. Successful, hardworking, loyal, honest. Groundskeeper Willie's a drunk fucking maintenance he's, he's doing the lawn he's mowing the lawn yeah I love that the black guy's a doctor well it's interesting like when yeah. you think about the show right it's yeah. like the minorities on the show tend to be empowered yeah the black dude's a doctor well, I don't another know another one works at the, another one works at the nuclear plant he's one of Homer's friends right Lenny oh, and yeah, whatever Lenny, yeah. the only people who own the business are the old dude that yeah. looks like Larry David yeah Mo yeah yeah no Mo is the the biz, the bar owner. Yeah. Oh, and then the yeah, power yeah. plant is Mr. Yeah, Burns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, Larry Dave. <laughs> and then uh, Apu. your boy Apu. Yeah. Yet somehow showing that he owns a Quickie Mart, which is what the fuck y'all do when y'all come here. <laughs> wow. I mean, I know, man. Do they not? <laughs> He's not. I mean, the, listen, when you walk into bodega, stuff. are you surprised have, if the motherfucker is Dominican? Not, it's not the no, only. Th- and I'm not right. saying this at you. I'm saying this so I don't sound like a fucking whatever. Yeah, yeah it's not the only thing we do. But I, do I know Indians who own convenience stores? Multiple. Son, Absolutely. Have you multiple gone into a Dunkin' Donuts that wasn't owned by an Indian? Hell no. And to be honest, if I did, I would walk out. <laughs> I swear to God, I don't trust that shit. You out of your fucking mind. I'm drinking bro. this trash ass coffee to support my people. <laughs> yeah. And now some white man <laughs> is behind the counter. Only reason I go to Dunkin'. See brown faces. Subway. Support brown businesses. Subway. Hell Subway yeah. sandwiches. Hell yeah, Subway. That's why the quality gone downhill in the past few years. Son, they started making it out of. Let me, all I got to say is this. <laughs> all I got to say is this. They started making the bread out of yoga mats. Where's yoga from? (laughs) (laughs) Yoga's from India. Once these motherfuckers started franchising the subway, now you got yoga mats in the bread. I'm going to be honest with you. The meat ain't really meat no more, and where do most vegetarians live? Oh, shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Wow. Y'all really on it. Yo, it's our greatest hustle. Y'all really on it. The cookies still slap, though. Cookies, cookies are the best bomb, in America, son, dog. Cookies. Them cookies. with them cookies. Son, and you know there's something radioactive in them cookies because I never had one cold. <laughs> right? The cookies be there for fucking three months <laughs> on, this, on the little slit, they, and they take it out. It's like, why this steaming? <laughs> Indians, what y'all did to the cookies to make it hot always? It's science, bro. It's y'all science. really scientists. It's science, man. That's what we do. That's where the people go who got like a 1500 on SAT. <laughs> <laughs> you know how old we are that we're still doing 1600 SAT scores? No, I went back. I went back. Yeah, Thank went God. Back. They I tried to make it 24. Myself. And then all of our references got dated. <laughs> <laughs> but, so Apu. Yeah. What recently happened because of the backlash of this documentary is The Simpsons said they're uh, killing off the character or canceling a character. Can, yeah, just, yeah, going to remove the character from the show. I don't yeah. think he's getting murdered, but. I haven't spoken to you about this. I retweet a couple things. Right. I'm curious what what your take is on it. I hate it. First, before we even go there, what is your take on Apu? I don't mind him. Is it is it annoying when people say thank you, come again, in their their terrible Indian accents? <laughs> yeah. 
You know, I actually think Hank Azaria's Indian accent is good for a white guy. It's a it's a little crazy that you have a white guy doing this voice, but I also understand the show came out in the 80s when I didn't know a single Indian even dreaming of being in this business. Right. Not to say they didn't exist, but I didn't know them. Right. And I'll also say this, um, Samurai Jack is uh, like an anime cartoon voiced by a black dude. It's supposed to be a Japanese guy. Right. So this happens in the voiceover world. Sure. Because you're not looking at the person, you're just going for the- And you're doing the, multiple characters, right? Like, multiple, yeah, Hank's Hank's doing, doing, I think he does the cop. There's a bunch Chief of- Yeah, he's going to do a bunch of things. So, so it's yeah. like, do I hire one person's salary for these characters, or right. do I hire seven? Now, if you wanted to replace him now with a brown dude, okay, I guess. Right. I, I still don't think it's necessary, but yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. Another job for a brown dude. Great. Yeah. But I don't- If this is traumatic for anyone, or like, whatever, go fuck yourself- Hindu Americans have had it the easiest of any immigrant group in this country, going all the way back to Irish, Italian. Everyone has had it easier than Hindus. Sick Americans who wear the turban, they get shit. You're saying that uh, everyone's had it harder. Harder than, harder than, than Hindus. Yeah. Sick Americans take shit, the turbans. Yeah. Uh, Muslim Americans take a lot of shit for sure. Right. Hindu Americans. Do you think it's deserved for them, though? Because they're the bad guys? <laughs> Wait, well, you ask me questions, you already know the answer. <laughs> Guys, Fox News says they're the bad guys. They snuck into the My caravan. My parents say they're the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> great, great dinner conversation. <laughs> Can we have some pork for dinner? Is it? Is of course. <laughs> is this a Patreon episode? Say is this I a know, Patreon we going in like it's Patreon. You so forgot. Really going You're forgetting in. sometimes. We gotta let them know. We don't fuck around. The only one who switches up is Kaz. Kaz lets loose on the Patreon. Everybody oh. else, we keep it consistent. Yeah. Patreon Kaz, a monster. Beast. <laughs> Yo. Just beast. All right. Um... But yeah, I don't, here's my, my feeling always. I've had auditions where I go in and I'm like, yo, I'm not okay with this role. And my barometer is always, if you ask me to do an accent, I don't think it's offensive. For me to say an accent is offensive is saying I am embarrassed by an accent and that's saying I'm embarrassed by how my parents sound. I'm proud of how my parents sound. I am proud of an Indian accent. I remember some Indians saying like girls in the Indian accent are like an automatic turnoff and I was like, fuck that. No, that's Boston. I refuse to let that happen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boston, of course. That's disgusting. Yeah, well, that's just, you know, white women. But- I'm, I'm sorry. Excuse me? <laughs> Hold on. That was too far. Do you no. know how important they are to Alex? <laughs> <laughs> this man just got free from prison. Uh, and yo, he's Alex, finally getting back into the white vagina. Alex, yeah. how good does it feel to tell white women you got locked up for being black in Sweden? <laughs> that's that's your problem with Apu right there. <laughs> That's your problem with a poop. Is this is my struggle to get white women to fuck me? Well, think about all the white bitches who weren't giving you no pussy because you didn't do a bid. Yo, right? You know what I mean, like you wow. didn't do, you weren't wow. doing enough to fit their racist perception. Yeah, and you're safe. The only oh. dangerous thing about you is you pronounce ask X. I'm trying to correct it, but I gotta try so hard. What X? X. What is it? <laughs> you make it sound so corny. <laughs> How you love ass so much, but you can't say ask. <laughs> right? You got it's not you got a big K. Pun. Black people got an aversion of the letter K, fam. The letter K <laughs> has not been K. kind to black people. Exactly. See. <laughs> Yo, let me, let me, yo, what is it called when instead of having a regular cup of coffee, you just get a double, like, like they're shots of what? 
<laughs> Come on, I don't see this right either. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> Just I'm trying it hard. Espresso. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're so yeah. My man put three H's. He put three H's in his breath. Hey, he, hey, went, hey. he went, he went, he went. Espresso. Espresso. You sound like white person trying to roll their R's. Oh, my God. Just, oh, my God. Rapido. Oh, my God. Because you could tell he focused. Like, you were trying so hard, you lean into the mic. And then, Espresso. <laughs> Espresso. Now just say it how you would say it if you were just asked for. Let me get a double. Espresso. Espresso. Yeah. Put an X in that bitch. Yeah. yeah. Damn, bro. I don't know. It's all good. Yeah, you know. It's all good, bro. All right. Anyway. Yeah, yeah I don't. My my barometer for whether or not something is racist is if I have an accent, is the accent the the thing they're making fun of? Or am I just a guy with an accent who is funny? If the mm-hmm. thing they're making fun of, I had an audition for Deadpool, and I was like, I didn't want to be like, you remember the Indian cab driver? I, I didn't. The very beginning of Deadpool, and he's right. in the second one too. He's, he's like an Indian cab driver, and I kind of threw the audition because I was like, I'm not gonna tell my my agent fuck this and storm out, but like, yeah. I don't want this part. Right. But when they initially wrote it, <clears throat> the lines were like, I have an accent, and I'm saying like, oh, this is my. My future wife, we haven't met yet, but she's going to make a very suitable bride. And all the stuff, I was like, I think you're just making fun of Indians. And I just don't want to do that. I'm cool on that. Um, but Apu, right. you're not making fun of his Indianness. I'm sure there's some jokes, for sure. But he's also, like I said, a successful business owner who's smarter and better than everybody in the town. He's the least flawed guy throughout 30 seasons. Right. You know what I mean? Moe's a piece of shit. Yeah. Barney's a drunk. Homer's a fucking ape. <laughs> Chief yeah. Wiggum is the cop who's a fucking loser. Right. The politician's crooked as fuck. Apu, relative to all of them, is a good man with an Indian wife. You don't see that very much in American Ooh. TV or film. Representation on both sides. You know what I mean? Had an arranged marriage, thought his girl was beautiful. Wasn't like. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I just never thought they were making fun of him. Question. We make fun of people. We've done it a lot this episode. Right. We made fun of different cultures, different For races, sure. all these kind of things. We do it every single week, ourselves included. Yeah. Is it. Wrong to make fun of somebody. No. I mean, you do it. No. Actually, this academic, Leah, yeah. sent me a tweet to one ab- academic, and this is exactly what we've talked about on this. She yeah. said, like, excluding a poo from The Simpsons actually, like, sends a message of racism or something like that. The idea of The Simpsons is we make fun of every race. So when we're making fun of Indians as well, they become normal. They become a part of the thing. Exactly. You've, we've talked what about I this. What I always say is, like, if you're not willing to make a racial joke about a certain community... You don't view them as equal to you. Nope. Right. That's how I know somebody's truly open-minded. If they're making jokes about somebody, it's clearly a joke. I'm like, you're comfortable enough. You see them as an equal. If you refuse to, you're protecting them because in your mind, you don't think they can handle it. You're yeah. babying them. You're no. treating them like a girlfriend. You're treating them like a child, right? And like a girlfriend. <laughs> real talk, like you won't. I won't rip my girl or something like that. Like I'll rip my boys right. because I don't think she can physically handle yeah. the chastising right. like I have. But you guys, I'll be ruthless with because I treat you as equals, and you guys are ruthless with me, and I'm never fucking upset. I just let you guys make no, fun of me. Absolutely not. So it's like in my mind, maybe it's because I value humor so much. The true value of equality is when you go at somebody. Because you're like, 
you you just like me can handle this. No, absolutely. And maybe I'm different because I'm like a 5'7 dude and I don't want pity. But to me, when you treat me with kid gloves, I get fucking infuriated. Piss. Yeah, don't, I'm not some, I'm a fucking, I'm capable of handling a little joke. Yeah. I'm not some bitch. Yeah. Like, you don't need to do this. Yeah, no, that's annoying. So, so your feeling is you're more upset that Apu was removed. being removed. Yeah, it's reactionary. It's stupid. It's weak. You also said something that was, was interesting. You're like, our country. Yeah was a third world country, now is climbing out and doing incredibly well and people predict it could be a superpower in like 50 years or whatever. A lot of people are saying that. Yep, yep, Everybody wants into the Indian economy. That is the the hot economy right now. How do you get in? Yeah, and it's hard work and it's education and we got issues for sure, but like, we're climbing. And then here, the second generation Indians, our parents don't give a fuck. About Apu. Don't give, never cared that he was there. Don't even know that he's getting removed. They, right. But if, if you told him, they'd be like, why? Right. Here, the kids that came here, born here, can't handle a fucking cartoon character. Right. Like, think of what your parents accomplished. Think of what our family in India is accomplishing. Right. And you can't handle a cartoon character. It's embarrassing. So, like, the same... <laughs> you're most more upset that you guys are not exhibiting the same strength that got you here. Exactly. And the same... That strength... Being able to overlook a fucking joke oh, is what allows you to succeed. We have never given a fuck. We have never been a sensitive people. Right. We have never. My parents are not sensitive. Right. Hari interviews his I mom. I know. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> Hari interviews his mom. Right. In the documentary. And the mom gives, gives a great answer. And she's just like, no, I don't see what the big deal is. Do you think that he was piggybacking off of this thing? I'm not going to answer. That's you fair. can posit any theory you like, like to. I don't want to. I don't want to put you in a position. If this that. is a Patreon episode, I'd be more honest because I feel like <laughs> my view on brown, any brown beef I have, and you know, there's a few brown entertainers I intensely dislike, and right. a few that I really fuck with. But it's family to me, and I won't talk shit about my family outside of the family. But within, but within the, family, the family, I'm dragging these motherfuckers. Right. Uh, okay. Got you. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. The Patreon. That's family. So <laughs> you asked me on Wednesday. You got there's, answers. There, yeah. And again, I have to watch both the doc documentary and watch more simpsons i just don't know that much about you know i'm not like schooled in the simpsons right so i can't say exactly but if i was someone who has built a career based on victimology this seems right up my alley i mean it's in there there is a power in victimhood in america right now sure so it's like i can be a victim of this cartoon Here's a great thing to do it. Yeah. Of course, a network greenlights it because it seems woke. Right. And now we have a thing. But ultimately, am I doing it because I need this justice served to a poo? Or am I doing it because I need a little heat? I made mean, I mean, I mean, people talking about me. Some people were, most people, mostly Indians were on board with what I was saying. One or two had problems with it. And then a lot of non-Indians had things to say. It's always <clears> them, <throat> right? All the people you were fighting with on Twitter were like these It wasn't white even dudes. just white dudes. It was, a, it was a Cho in there. There was some African dude. A what? Something Cho. Nina Cho or something. Asian. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Cho. And I was like, is that some kind of Hawaiian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I didn't want to. I, I don't know what a Cho is. Is that someone, one of the Chinese? One of them Chinese. Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Chinese. I don't know. <laughs> um, I need to sh- share something with you, Abuse. It's so fucking unbelievably funny, but continue. But yeah, they, and one guy hit me with this like, you know, they got <clears throat> they got all these big words they try to throw at you to make it seem like they're they're being profound when they're not saying anything. Dude, 
all you gotta do is call him gay. That shit cuts. <laughs> that shit cuts right through when they're How like, call him "We have to apolo- apologize for the establishment and the weather." Oh, yeah. Be like, "Oh, are you gay?" <laughs> <laughs> and then all those big ass words oh, are man. just cut by three, three, three. What is it called? Letters. Also, all these terms. And you had talked about this a while yeah. ago. We yeah. need terms that we can battle them with liberals, where they say like, "You're victim blaming. You're yeah. something, something." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, Akash. <laughs> Yeah, we do, you fucking Indian, you. <laughs> spell spell onomatopoeia. Uh, fuck. Get it up, Alex. <laughs> the fuck? Alex about to spell oh, that. E-S-P-R-E-S-S-O-Onomatopoeia. O-N-O. No, you have to say say it in a sentence. Can you use it in a sentence, please? I will. This chick was asking where should I urinate. I was like, onomatopoeia... On her, Ooh, that was a bad joke. Guys, hold on, hold on. Okay. Let me see if this makes it better. Where should I be? I should be, <laughs> <laughs> I should be on up on up here. <laughs> Yo, that's what these writers are doing, right? Like this joke ain't funny. <laughs> Put that Indian accent over; it's gonna kill. Oh fuck! Okay, on up on up here, go. Oh and oh, oh um, uh, derivation, please. What? That's what they asked the spelling bee. I'll be watching that shit. That's my oh, Super Bowl, bro. I'll be watching that shit every year, fam. Son, I was about to tell you to use that word in a sentence. <laughs> Derivation. Where is it derived from? Oh, what where does it come from? Yeah. Obviously, onomatopoeia is a Native American word. Okay. It's a Native American word for, oh, shit, these necklaces ain't worth that much anymore. Bro, I tap out. Yo, I was saying necklaces, bro. Like you know what they traded for Manhattan. (laughs) I thought that's where you were going, but you didn't finish it out. Striking out, bro. You gave up. Fuck. All right, let me try it one more time. Okay. All right. How necklace not (laughs) worth same amount of money in future? (laughs) So much funnier with the accent, bro. Okay, let me get on my my shit, but you keep keep saying. O N O. Then we're gonna talk sports because we already went a long time without M O. Really? How are you, sucker? What is it? Spelling that shit like a pack of Stanny. O N O M A T O P O E I A. Yeah. What is it? I was off by one letter. All right, whatever. I got. What does that mean? It's a word that's a sound. Splash. Okay. Great. This guy is some fucking. Hawaiian dude. I just saw him on Instagram. The Instagram name is Clownin808. He just tells stories like super Hawaiian accent. All right. It fucking drives me, dude. <laughs> just watch this guy. Hey, how's this story from last night? Because we went bees, bro. You know, it goes Wednesday night partying, trying to grab some skeezers. And one chick with a blue dress on. Hey, donkey butt, cuz. Donkey Hote. Hey, she had on fucking blue dress. Um, Peacock earrings, bro. I said, yes, sir. Peacock earrings on my dresser in the morning. I went to the lights, turn on. I go look for her. Hey, this fuck went dig out, bro. I was all sick. Had one straggler left, bro. She was down. Cause I was all ripped. I end up taking him home. You know, I go there. Hey, we get back to my house. She start kissing me. I was like, eh, you know what I mean? Fuck. She start kissing my neck. Start going down. I was like, okay, right on. She gonna suck my cord. <laughs> she start sucking my nipples, bro. I was like, what the fuck? Hey, start licking on my up and down. Like, bro, what the fuck you doing? She goes, oh, you don't like that. I said, no, bro. The fuck is ticklish, bro. Don't do that. Oh, I can't suck on you. 
Bro, this guy, dude, I'm fucking dying at this dude. Last one. Uh, last year when I went to Camelot. When I went to Camelot. I one dragon, this fucker went across my path. We locked eyes. He's like, what you fuck? He started throwing fire at me. Rawr, rawr. Oh, I was like, cause I only had one shooting on sword. I was trying to slip underneath the flames. Cause I ended up poking this fucker with my sword. But the, the dragon scales was impenetrable asshole. <laughs> I do like fuck is it next time you next time you blow fire I slip underneath with my shield boom I crawl underneath this fucker boom I slip my finger right in this fucking doodle hole this dragon start killing <laughs> 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 right eh yeah. cause this dragon cause I said bro you better beat it dragon cause I'm gonna fuck you up boy this fucking dragon just said fly away it's fucking nuts cause fly away boom all these chicks is like you're my hero Boy, I took two black chicks home and the tongue chick. The tongue chick had gold, gold teeth on. Sneak that fucker when she's sleepy. <laughs> bro, I am bombing tonight, yeah. bro. bro. I that was two minutes. I didn't find that How you pull up a new all. video after you bomb us? Oh, I'm sweating. Bro, I never sweat on this podcast. I'm out here sweating. Woo! Let's talk about some sports, guys. Y'all want to talk about some sports? Hey, y'all want to talk some sports? Oh, my God. That was so bad. Oh, I thought it was so funny. Maybe it was just me. But, yo, you know the last thing I'll say about accents? Yeah. Um, if we want to go at people who are exploiting accents, yeah. you're going to take down a, an Indian god. Ooh, Russell Peterson. Yes. Who I respect the fuck out of. I love Russell. But his entire act is accents, and it's not always Indian accents. A Chinese person could easily easily be like, "That's offensive," blah blah blah, and then he just can't do it anymore. And then you took away a significant chunk of his act. I don't want to say act, but like of one of his strengths. It is weird. I don't understand why accent is offensive. It's it not. Is it's the and the sound. reason he's the biggest comic in the world is because it's funny everywhere in the world. That's right. He relates. And the to way it, yeah. people speak is always funny yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's easy to understand and relate. There's not yeah. You don't I don't have, have to, to like, know the nuances of fucking. Right. I got if I'm watching Saturday Night Live, I got to know the like fuck politics. And I don't like watch enough Stormy news to give a fuck did. about yeah, yeah. anything on that show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't care who raping who. I don't care. Just <laughs> fuck. You know what I mean? Just do a funny sound. What a gosh! What a crazy thing to say. Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> this guy's just talking about rapes. Alex. Let's get to sports. All right, bro. <laughs> Jesus. We just wanted to do a little up top. I don't want you to bother again. Some shit happened in... <laughs> they piling on, bro. They piling on me, bro. They're trying to hold me down, bro. They did. Trying to oh, fucking man. hold me. I feel like... Trying to make you drink at the wrong water fountain, fam. Bro, they really are, bro. <laughs> this is so crazy, bro. This is how Jesus felt, dog. Don't worry about it. God damn. They don't want me to this win out you here. You ain't nothing but Moses out here, bro. Holy shnikes, man. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's get, listen, Some something happened in Boston this weekend. I don't know, exa- not this weekend, but I think it was yesterday. Some shit happened what in happened? Boston. Some th- I don't know. Marathon, another marathon. I, think, I hope it wasn't anything. They threw more tea? They might have oh, thrown more fuck. tea or some shit. I don't Yo. know. Some shit happened because I saw people tweeting about it. Right. But I didn't know exactly what was going on. Who knows? Whatever. Anyway, if y'all know, just let us know. We some uh, Something must have happened, but I'm not exactly sure. But, um... I'll tell you something that definitely happened that I know for sure. What a Ty Lue got fired. His ass got fired too, boy. Boy, the LeBron gravy train stopped coming in. It was a wrap. What's your feeling on him getting fired? Douchebag move by Cleveland. Why do it so early in? Do they do they really think 
that a coaching change is going to be the difference? I'm surprised they gave him six games. I think that was generous. They Ooh, said, listen, no. LeBron wanted you here. Right. You're the, the only reason you're here is because LeBron wanted David Black gone, who might have been a good coach. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So we brought in LeBron's guy. You won a championship. Good for you. Right. You made it to the next two years. You mismanaged the fuck out of game one, along with J.R. Smith. You could have just as easily called a timeout. As soon as every everybody realized what J.R.'s ass was doing, as soon as he turned around and ran to the three-point line, coach should have called a timeout. You're the coach. You fucked that game up. That's Almost fair. as much as Jr., if not just as much, because you're the head coach. It's fair. Nothing you've ever done has impressed anybody on a tactical front. But I think LeBron is gone for a moment. They were they fair were enough. solid. I'm probably I'm probably not giving them enough credit. Okay. But LeBron is gone. Let's see what you got. They open the fucking season zero and six. Zero and six is not some shit that just happens and you recover from. Right. It. If you're already on kind of thin ice and then you're zero and six, you don't have to be here. Done. It's, look, it's fair. I'm just saying, do they think they're going to get more productivity from a new coach? I don't think so. I think you could have just let Ty Lue bottom out all year, get your number one pick. Get you the number one pick. I mean, Do they have their number one picks, though? Oh, fuck. Did they trade away their pick? Alex, can you can, check that out? Do they have a, a number one pick next season? Um, hmm, that's interesting. Okay. And this is another thing, side note, that annoys me about L.A. LeBron, as simply because I hate L.A. Yeah, yeah. Where was this patient-ass LeBron James when he was with Cleveland? LeBron didn't want to stay in Cleveland that long, fam. I guess not. That's really what it was. I think LeBron was like, yo, let's let's do this, do the time, get the chip, get the fuck out of here. Maybe you're right. Right, because what is it? Lost first year, won second, yep. lost third, yeah. gone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Lose first year. I want to get my ring here. Gets the ring. I have to defend the ring. Right. No, they don't. They don't have their pick next no. year? No. Wow. wow. Is, it got, is it protected at all? Do you know? Um, I think it goes to the Hawks, but... It's got to be some kind of protection on it. Unless they're I complete I don't see it. apes. So if you look at the, ha- the Hawks first round... 10... In uh, 2019-2020. So it's protected top 10. So that's good. They'll have that. Most likely. Well, here's the thing. They need to get the most out of this fucking team that they can. Right. Because if they're so bad that they get that... Oh, no, it's protected 1 through 10. Yes. So actually, you want... Actually, keep Lou. That's what I was thinking. Keep Lou, bottom out. That's one thing you could do. But I don't think it's a dick move to fire him. It might be dumb. The smarter move might be just tank, get... Zion in there, whoever the fuck, if you can. I mean, they but. are tanking. I mean, Kevin Love's toe hurts. <laughs> oh, Did really? You see this? Yeah, no. Kevin Love's. I think anybody, if they have even a little bit of an injury on that team, right. they're just going to let him sit. And then let Colin Sexton just go nut. Just develop your confidence, develop experience out here. You have the ball, learn how to take big shots. I mean, probably not going to have that many, but still. Would you start trading your Kevin Love, your Tristan Thompson, if anybody wants Tristan Thompson? You have Love locked up. I don't think Tristan has any trade value whatsoever. Um, they gave Love an extension, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love's locked up. There's no uh, trade value whatsoever for Tristan. But Tristan is a formidable dude. And everybody was giving him credit. You gave him the cuck of the week shit in our notes for saying, you know, they don't know what it's like to be a Cleveland Clavalier. They don't know the culture here. And what he's trying to do is reinstill the culture that was there when LeBron was there. Right. Right. And all teams have a great culture. Right. And what we mean by culture is the little things, like when you fall on the ground and you know LeBron runs over and and helps you up. He goes, your brothers help you up. You don't help yourself up. This idea of camaraderie, teamwork, we're all going here together and we all sacrifice. Right. Right? Like, 
you are going to sacrifice your offensive game for the greater good. And it's easy to get a player to sacrifice their ego when everyone else is perceived to be sacrificing their ego as well. Can I say why? First of all, I forgot who suggested. One of the Patreon producers suggested we do a cuck of the week every week. Yeah. Great idea. We're going to try to do that. But this is why I'm giving it to Tristan Thompson. Mm -hmm. So this is his quote, which goes to your point, but then I'll finish. He said, at the end of the day, the only guys who really know what's expected every night are myself, of course, Kev and Swish. Everyone else has been one year, two year guys. They don't know the culture of being a Cavalier and what it takes and what's expected and what the fans expect. First of all, there is no culture of being a Cavalier. There is a culture of having LeBron on your team and then the culture of Cavaliers outside of LeBron is miserable. Well, that's that's what I think Tristan was trying to establish. Well, that night that he had that quote, it was after having six points and three rebounds and the lowest plus minus on the team with minus 16. And that's fair. Look, might not be the opportune night to do it, but do we fundamentally disagree with what he said from a team perspective? Because Udonis Haslam, who could have that exact same stat line, could criticize somebody on the Heat, right? He could criticize who's the Heat's big man. I keep on forgetting who's like a numb nuts. Whiteside. Uh, Whiteside. Yeah. He could criticize Whiteside. He goes, he's not playing like a you know a Heat player does, and that's not the culture of the Heat. Right. With zero stat line. Right, because he's got the equity. Udonis Haslam's not married to a Kardashian. Again, let's just... And that's not to say... I know, but how about this, right? Not my point you. is the perception of Udonis Haslam is always, has always been right. basketball first, I don't give a fuck. Tristan Thompson married a Kardashian, fancies himself a fashion icon. Like, you you have all these things. You're but, not seen as this gridiron dude. But was willing to do whatever it took, uh, took to win that he was capable of. He rode the bench. Then when they put him in the starting position, he came out and busted his ass and he played That's true. ball. That's true. What I'm saying is we might be giving him a perception based on how we perceive the Kardashians. Like it's not like he was that committed to the Kardashians. Like he did cheat. Yeah. No. Right? No, and, and kudos to him for that. Probably yeah, that. obviously. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You gotta check her. Right. So basically I don't think he cheated. He's on tape cheating. No, no, no. Black no, men no, don't no. cheat. What? Men I don't hate cheat. how y'all took this black men don't cheat. All right, I tried to save you. Men don't cheat. Men don't cheat. Yeah. It's all of us are in this together. But black men especially. <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest. It's amazing what has been taken from me, bro. Like in a lot of ways, I'm the Jackie Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, baby. I'm fucking back. Took about 10 minutes, but I'm fucking back. You know what I mean? Let's go. Let's fucking go. Y'all thought I was gone? No. I'm fucking back, bro. Oh, man. Shit. Oh, God. Y'all crazy out here. (laughs) Fucking crazies, bro. Y'all are fucking crazy, bro. Oh, man. Anyway. Check it. Oh, you texting me? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Somebody's texting me. Anyway, point is this. Look. We're going to deal with that in a second. We got to keep this. Point of deal is, is this. Tristan is saying the right thing, but because he dates a Kardashian, we don't like him saying it's easier to hop on him. But he's actually saying what you want a teammate to say. And if you do like that culture that exists there for the Cavs, which we do, they just are minus talent right now. You want them to play like that. You want them to sacrifice. You want them to play D, etc. Yeah. The reality sure. is with the, with the Cavs right now is there's nobody to hold them accountable. The Cavs do not respect Lou. Why do they not respect Lou? Let's be honest. Because LeBron did whatever he wanted. So now that LeBron isn't there, yeah. enforcing, You're right. the respect You're right. was never straight to Lou. The respect right. was to LeBron. 
right? Right. So now LeBron's there. It's like, well, who the fuck is this guy? We don't gotta do nothing. Here's for him. another thing, though. Tristan didn't to exclude yourself is not leader like to say at the end of the day we don't know. You know, there's a lot of one, two-year players, and that's the, you know, the responsibility is me and Jr. and whoever right. to tell them this is not the way the Cleveland Cavaliers culture is. Whatever. Yeah. He literally just excluded those three, who excluding Jr. Smith is already like, come on, man. Jr. Smith is the guy that you want to look to as the pillar of Cavaliers culture. Guy cost you game one of the finals by not knowing the score. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to exclude yourself, it's not leader like. That's fair. If you said we gotta, we, yeah, I gotta do we. Yeah, we are all not playing the way the Cavaliers should, but that's fair. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Don't exclude yourself and don't, you know, further divide the team. And that, yeah, that was off-putting. But you're right. You're right about Ty Lue. Nobody respects him. You respect LeBron. When he's gone, why the fuck do I respect Ty Lue? I think I saw that, Allen Iverson step over you. <laughs> I think that, uh, I think that uh, Ty Lue's going to L.A. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I think Luke Walton, I think that uh, LeBron is getting tired of Luke Walton. And what did I say earlier? The one thing that Ty brought to the Cavs, and not last season, but in prior seasons, was defense. Right. They could lock down. And that also has a lot to do with LeBron, of course. But Tristan helped. And Tristan helped. But Ty Lue, at least in LeBron's eyes, had yeah. good defensive schemes and they could do it. Now, what is the problem with the Showtime Lakers? No defense. Teams running up 140 points on you? Yeah. You shouldn't be losing 143 to 141 or whatever it is. Right. That should not be a scoreline. Right. You could put up 140. Yeah. And then the other team puts up 90. Right. You could put up 90 and the other team puts up 140. But you should yeah. not be losing. <laughs> yeah. Right? To me, what that says is there's no defensive culture on the Lakers. Maybe that takes time for them to gel. This is a new team. Or maybe there's a coach that's just incompetent defensively. Right. Which could be Luke. And LeBron will know very quickly whether he thinks that you can coach. Right. And he doesn't have that much time left in his career to be dilly-dallying. Okay? He let the the what's-his-face dude have half a season. David Blatt. He let Blatt have half a season. I think a season and a half. No, I think just that half a season. They fired him at the All-Star break when he was the, when they were the number one seed. I think that was his second year. Second year, he got fired, number one seed. First year, they lost in the finals. He didn't give a fuck about it. Then Ty Lue won, stepping in as the intro. Ah, player. my bad, my bad, yeah. my bad. But still, they were number yeah. one seed. Yeah. Right? But LeBron has already called the mulligan on this year, He's or whatever the word is. That's he's, fair. He's done. That's, that's fair. So maybe he brings in Ty Lue next year. Maybe it's this year. Maybe he's an assistant. Yeah, but you saw his tweet. What'd he say? After the firing, he was like, uh, you know how to find me. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, look, if I'm Luke Wallen, I'm sweating. Yeah. I'm sweating right now for multiple reasons. One, obviously you want to be a coach, but two, you want to be a coach of the greatest basketball player who's ever played. You do. You want to have that as opportunity yeah. as a coach. Yeah. Every coach sure. wants that opportunity. Sure. And you're not really playing that well, and it is because of coaching. Like, you're losing very close games. The yeah. Lakers are, what are they, two and six or two and four, something like that? Two like, and four, I think. Two and four, right? The Lakers could easily be... Four and six. Four and two. Four and two. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about two very close games yeah. here. Four and yeah. two. So, you've got a guy like LeBron James who's, who says to Ty, hey, Ty, do yourself a favor. Get fired. <laughs> well, how do I get fired? Just be insubordinate. Just don't do what the franchise tells you to do. The franchise is going to tell you to tank. You say, no, we're going to do everything we can to win. The franchise is going to say, well, we don't want to win too many games because blah, blah, blah. And then you go in there every single day. You're like, I need a trade. I need a trade for this person. I'm right. here to win, and that's what I'm going to do. 
And then Dan, whatever his name is, who's gotten multiple first fucking picks. This guy's the luckiest person in the yeah. draft in history, yeah. Yeah. right? Is yeah. literally sitting there like, no, I want to lose. Right. <laughs> right. Okay? We lose. And you're saying win, win, win. He's going to go get this guy the fuck out of here. You're freaking me out. Yeah. We got an interesting draft coming in next year. We got some talent. And from what I understand, it's not deep. It's the top two players are nice. Nice. Everybody else is... And throughout the year, we're going to see other people pop right, up. Sure. But we know those top two yeah. are going to be special. Zion. You want R.J. Barrett or Zion. Come on. Come on. <sighs> Come on. It's going to be good. Yeah. I think it'd be very easy to get fired. I think a simple disagreement over what we're trying to do this year would get them fired. You literally have to tell the owner, Dan Gilbert... I'm not here to tank. I like winning. If right. you don't want to win, get rid of me. Right. Dan goes, bye. Who do we have? Some other buddy. It doesn't fucking matter because we're trying to tank. Right. Now you're free. Luke's got a month. Yeah. And if Luke don't fuck it up, he might be able to stay. But if he does, see you later. And who does LeBron ultimately enjoy playing for? Or with, maybe I should say. <laughs> who gives him full reign? Who doesn't get in his way? Who lets him tune out in the, in the what's it called, during timeouts? You watch LeBron during timeouts with the Lakers, you think he's paying attention? He's already checked out from Walton. That's interesting. I'd like to see. Watch. Pull up clips. They show clips. Already checked out. It's done. And I bet you it's defensively. I bet you it's like this guy's incompetent defensively. What a fucking thing to be that smart. My man is Will Hunting, dog. He's just sitting there frustrated with everybody else's intelligence and lack thereof. Son, at this show in Buffalo, there's this guy that looked like Down Syndrome Matt Damon. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And I go, I go, listen, not so good, Will Hunting. (laughs) (laughs) I was just fucking roasting this guy. (laughs) But Uh, LeBron knows. I think he knows that soon. Like when we see stand-ups on there, on stage, we know very quickly. If they're competent or not. If they're competent or not. Furthermore, we know very quickly if they have a future or not. I can tell if a comic will be funny, yeah. even though they're not There's yet. people who I've seen turn a corner and you're surprised, but for the most part, you're just like, you just nah, know. you have it or you don't. We see it. Yeah. We just fucking see it. LeBron is that. I'm not saying he's as good as us, but LeBron <laughs> is... <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, he's not Jesus. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> He's John or, or, or Joseph or whatever. One of the other guys, you know? <laughs> Remember when I thought there was 13 of them at the dinner? Your lack, of, your lack of Bible knowledge is astounding. Like I... What do you mean? I know a lot about it. I read it. I know. There's the snakes. There's the um, Jews. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a lot of Jews out there. Yo, yeah. you were tweeting me as you were... Were you listening to the Bible audiobook? Yeah. And it was just like, you were just laughing like, yo, this is wild. Son, it's mad wild, Bible. You got to listen to that shit. <laughs> it's crazy out there. Anyway, point being, I think it's by, by Luke. I just, Brains yeah. On a wall. I would on just, a wall. I would like to see LeBron get an actually good coach. Always. I've always wanted to see LeBron with a truly good coach. And he's had the opportunity to, and he's chosen not to. And that's what lets me know, like, on some level, while he respects Pop, on some level, while he respects... Kerr or Phil Jackson or any of these not these, Phil maybe not Phil but like that's right but uh, while he respects these guys on some level he doesn't on some level he's like what you do is not 
so hard that I can't do it while I play. Yeah. And I've never been a professional basketball player to say otherwise, but there is a track record of guys who could do it. I mean, Bill Russell. Bill Russell did it. Amazing IQ. Amazing ability on the court. Yeah, but it's Bill Russell is 14-0 in Game 7s. Bill Russell has 11 championships. Sure. He also played against all white guys. There's sure. like three black guys sure, in the but league. Yeah. LeBron doesn't always win. He was win. the YouTube of basketball <laughs> in a lot of ways when you think about it. He was. He's, he's the Andrew Schultz of the NBA. He was the Andrew Schultz of the NBA, <laughs> if you think about it. No, Russ was. <laughs> maybe that's what happened in Boston this weekend. Was it his birthday or something? It's so funny because it's so ridiculous. Yo, maybe they opened like the millionth Dunkin' Donuts in Boston. That's what I think it is. Yeah, they serve like the millionth slice of cream pie or yes, something. Yeah. So I'm sure there's going to be a parade later this week. You know, It will probably be for the millionth Dunkin' yeah, yeah. in Boston. Right. Or like maybe like the millionth hate crime. Do you think that is it? Oh, or like the millionth wife was abused? I think it was one of those things By that a probably guy named happened. Sully? <laughs> Yeah. How often how often you think you hear this in Southie? Sully, stop! <laughs> Sully, stop it! Sully, put down the pool cue! <laughs> Sully, please! Why are you chalking it? You don't have to chalk it to hit me with it! Please, Sully! Oh fuck. Alright. Alright. Anyway, we can get off LeBron. Tons of tons of different things happen this week, but I think that's the future. Yeah, at some point, we need to talk about the Raptors as championship candidates. Remember, we don't do that today. Because they're 6-0, 7-0. Dude, I think we're all seeing right now how much better a player Kawhi Leonard is than DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. And it goes back to our conversation that we had. And it was, what makes it, what's the difference between a special talent and a special player? Mm. Kawhi is a special player because he's he can produce offensively. But he's also willing to lock down defensively. Right. And DeMar is a shit effort defender. He's got all the athleticism in the world, chooses not to apply it to mm. defense. Right. Simple as that. Kawhi's got all the athleticism. I don't think that DeMar is more athletic. Sorry, Kawhi is more athletic than DeMar. I would argue DeMar is more athletic than Kawhi. Lighter on his feet, yeah. Much uh, higher leaping ability. He's leaner, which is probably you take more of a beating when you're playing Fair. defense, and you're if you're bigger, it's not going to affect you as much. Fair, Fair. But smaller Kobe, hands. Kobe could play D, and Kobe was lean. That's right. So could Jordan. Jordan can look lean as fuck. At the end of the day, it's effort. Yeah, maybe and you're right. Kawhi is will. There's that great play that went viral. Yeah, where Kawhi gets beat back door. So the point guard has the ball at the top of the key. I saw his guard crazy. is to the left. Yeah. Uh, the guy he's guarding is to his left. The guy he's guarding cuts back door behind him. Yeah. Kawhi gets beat, dives, no look. So yeah. he turns around to the ball, no look, and literally steals a pass because he knows where it's going to go. Right. DeMar DeRozan has never dove for anything in his entire life. Which <laughs> <laughs> has never happened. Oh, man. Right? Great move by the Raptors. Changes the franchise. I think they're... I think they're coming out of the East. If they come out of the East, and let's say, here's what I was talking to somebody about mm. at Eastville, the bouncer, Chief. Shouts to Chief. What's up? Uh, if if they come out, if they play Boston in the conference finals, yeah. I think they can win. Mm -hmm. If they beat Boston in the conference finals and play Golden State in the finals, I'm not sure they can win, but from what I've seen, the guy who does the most damage to that entire team, the Warriors, is Kawhi. 
He's not kryptonite, but he's as close to kryptonite as we've seen. Absolutely. You saw how he affected the Warriors the in at least part of that first game. And again, it's only game one, and I've seen Still. I've seen teams come out in game one and get their ass kicked and then be dominant champions sure, right after sure. that the rest of the series. But, but an undeniable effect. Crazy. That's it. He, he locks up KD somehow. Yeah. He seems to give Steph problems. I don't know what the fuck he does. He has no issue scoring. It, it's crazy. You yeah. guys don't think the Bucks are coming out the East? No. I don't think the. I am impressed with Giannis, and I want to talk when Kaz gets back. He's playing like. So uh, here's the thing: like when it comes to, I'm, Giannis is regular season impressive. The problem is when you get into the playoffs, you can actually scheme for that specific team, right? During the regular season, it's hard to have a different scheme for every single team that you're playing you're playing a game every other day sometimes a game in two days mm-hmm. you set your natural defense up you set your offense up but you're not going to have a completely different scheme these guys don't even practice anymore practice during the regular season it just wears your body down so they've pretty much stopped practicing they look at film and that kind of stuff get familiar with plays but mm-hmm. it's not it's not totally schemed so during the regular season Giannis is so freakish in his ability yeah that he's going to get his 25 points tonight, 30 he can probably hit. He'll kill it. The problem is once you enter the playoffs, what happens to Giannis is what happened to Rondo with Boston. They start to scheme defensively, and they go, let him shoot because the guy's not knocked down. Mm-hmm. Sag off. If you sag off or let this guy shoot, he's not going to shoot at a high clip. If you sag off, you can get there to stop him. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to stop him at three-point line. He'll bully right by you. But you can get there. Right. You can put a bigger guy on him because now he doesn't have to chase him around. He had big games against Boston, though. Sure, but they lost. Yeah. And I'm thinking he's just not as effective. And what it takes for him to have a big game will take away from the team being successful. I think he is a special player, but I just don't think he's there yet. I don't yeah, think he's, I he's, think he's a special talent and a special player. And he's just young. I think next year... Now, I could be wrong. I think next year they're going to have a real shot at it. Or when he leaves Milwaukee, because I don't think there's any way he stays. I don't know. Like, I was watching. I went back and, like, saw a few of the games because, like, I missed the start of the season. Yeah. Like, they switched their offense. It's, like, spread out. It's just all threes and just let him do his thing. Yeah, they're trying like, to create room for him, right? Yeah, like, that shit works. Let's create room. That Absolutely. killing. Son, also, he should play the five. Everybody on his team yeah. should be able to knock down threes so that there's so much room in the lane for him to just work. Right. That should like, be the they, way to play if it. If they do that, they're uns- if they're knocking down those threes, they're unstoppable because you can't really stop them. Exactly. And now you're going to have your five guarding him, and no five is going to stay in front of him. Maybe yeah. AD, but no five is going to stay in front of him. Right? Impossible. I just think that once you start to scheme for him in the playoffs— the fact that he can't shoot is going to be a real problem for them. And if he develops a shot, which he can in the next couple of years, he's unstoppable. He might be the best ever. Mm. It just comes that's down what it's going to take is a shot. If he has a, a three-point shot that's reasonably good, yeah. I mean, come on, what are you going to do? Yeah, then it's crazy. I do. If he does it, I'd be happy. I think he's great. I think he wants to be the greatest. I think it's dope. He got all that, but I just don't see it yet. Yeah, but it's also dumb early in the season, so who knows? I don't want him to be the greatest, just because Greek people are already so fucking arrogant. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just about their stupid shit. 
Yeah, but it'd be nice to remind them that they hate black people and a black guy is the best thing. But now they have to like them? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's the refugee that you turned away. Maybe (laughs) they start accepting refugees now. Maybe. They're like, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Strengthen that fucking currency. Dude, for real. Maybe they see the value in it. Except a boat of refugees. Depends where. They're like, we'll take the Africans. <laughs> Africans, come on board. We're not taking these serious. We haven't seen too many of you in the league. Oh man, you got a Steve Jobs in there. We'll ha- we'll take in. It's like oh, the man. the French soccer team, <laughs> right? Like, but France been involved in, yeah. in in Africa for a minute. But hell yeah, it's like the American soccer team. We did that shit when we had the German coach. He just took every j- part American player that was in Germany. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, and he was like, because, you know, Americans got, like, bases over there. So the American dudes end up fucking these German yeah, chicks, yeah. getting them pregnant, and now you've got all these, like, half-black Germans, mm. right? And they got American citizenship, because Pops is American. Yeah. Right. So they're like, all right, well, you guys can play soccer. Get the fuck over here, because mm. these Americans can't do it. Right, right, right. It's so fucking annoying that we can't play that stupid sport. I just want to be better than right. Europe at it. We don't put enough resources in it, man. What's the resource? Poverty? <laughs> right? Flint, step it up. That's what we should do. Y'all want some water? Learn how to uh, corner yeah. kick. Basketball's too entertaining. Fucking A, it is entertaining, yeah. but I just want them to shut up about their stupid I game. Do, I do wish we were better, though. I just want one like, World Cup. You know how we won like one like hockey? Remember yeah. we beat Russia miracle. in the hockey? The miracle on yeah. ice. Can't we have the miracle on the pitch? One World Cup and then we retire. The way they that talk should be about it. us, man. They're like, oh yeah, you know, all our players get old and then they go play. In the Yo, States. they really I'm talk like, to us like we're fuck fucking yeah. China for basketball, yeah, dude. Really it's do. sad. It's disrespect. And I'm saying that all we need to do is win one and then retire from the sport. We just prove to the world, hey, we're the greatest, whatever we want to be. We do it, win. We never play soccer again. Never we outlaw, outlaw in America. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you really want to stop that caravan, no more soccer in America. Oh, you don't even need to build a wall. Just you deflate soccer balls. Stone. That's it. We oh, say fuck. no more soccer allowed in America ever. All these Mexicans, they're looking for another spot. <laughs> right? They're just yeah. going to come to America like, no, we're just passing through. We're going, we're going right up to Canada. They got soccer over there still, right? No more Telemundo. Oh, no God. more games. Oh, bro, fuck. Bro, that's how you curb immigration, huh? Yo, that's Trump's That's Trump's new economy right there. Dude, you're not allowed to put limes in beers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, a little, like little shit. Like, no more Tapatio. We're done with Tapatio. Like, little oh, shit you're just not allowed oh, to oh have. Oh, my God. You don't need a wall. Curb <laughs> happiness. <laughs> God, we should be politicians. No more garage sales ever. Dude, it's done. (laughs) Dude, we could we could be politicians. You gotta curb the other shit. Oh man. God damn. If you ban churros and papayas in bags, you lose a third. No more selling fruit on the street. (laughs) You lose a No more fruit street. Street fruit. Yo. Mangoes on the street? No more. God. Hamas. Hamas is never not the terrorist group. By the way, do you guys ever buy those? Hell yeah. I love them shit. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Those <laughs> mad delicious. I was yeah, like, bro. I don't care if it's dirty. I, I and you know what? They put that big ass mango seed in a pouch too. To fill it up. To fill it up. And I ain't mad at you. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. Like, it's nah, fine. Nah, people, Indians will chew out that little seed. Sometimes there's good mango flesh on that. Yeah, I don't waste shit. You don't waste no, nothing, bro. bro. They pour, bro. Yeah, they real pour, talk. Son. You ain't wrong. They pour, bro. You ain't wrong. You motherfuckers, Puerto Rican, they got f- plenty of mangoes, and he don't even do that. Yeah, Puerto Rico, bougie, though. Don't think you American ass. Yo, it is. Y'all are bougie. 
Y'all the bougiest. Until y'all don't go and got no electricity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the only time you yeah, act... We got kicked back a few pegs, man. Like, Yo, you know what's mad funny? Because Puerto Ricans do be doing that to other Latinos. They're like, we're from America. Y'all not even American. And then y'all had no electricity for six months. And Dominican Republic was like, you ain't that American. <laughs> <laughs> you just like us, Poppy. <laughs> oh, fuck. I got a root for this Bad Bunny guy. He's the only one repping it for Puerto Rico right now. Bad Bunny? Yeah. yeah he's doing all like the crossovers yeah, with Will yeah, Smith yeah. and shit. Yeah. Or and Drake had one Drake, too, yeah. right? Yeah. That's who that is. I've been wondering who that motherfucker is. Yeah. Got great teeth all over Instagram. Just hanging out, great teeth. Yo, I came, I came back to Drake singing in Spanish. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in America? <laughs> you were locked up. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? He has a that Puerto Rican flag. I'm son. Like, shit. Think it's a coincidence? How's why? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's rough, do you think it's a, it's a coincidence it's a rough day for you man no <laughs> it's a rough day for Andrew Schultz what I didn't even finish a joke yet I was just building attention okay so <laughs> no, now y'all not gonna get it <laughs> I had some fucking heat too son real did, talk bro. heat no, like the stage real. when you bombing no son I, my shit was fire bro yeah, I was delivering an amazing fucking speech, and then y'all hit me with the "get your hand out my pocket." Yo, I really am the Malcolm X in this shit. When you think about it, bro, y'all really get your hand out my pocket at me. Yeah, God damn. Yo, Alex, that's fucked up. How Alex Malcolm, like dog, that, bro. Alex Malcolm, Alex been to jail. You Elijah Muhammad. You just out here spewing shit. Is that me? Nobody really know what you're talking about. Or he just talking. I'm just. What I was trying to say is, you don't think it's coincidence that Drake does a song with Bad Bunny and now thousands of Mexicans are trying to get in from the caravan? <laughs> you don't think that that's? You think that's coincidence? Damn, it's a really cut that, a yo, cut thing, that out, cut that, cut that, cut that one, cut that one out, it's cut, a that, rough cut that one out, cut that, cut that shit immediately. What, what are we at the one twenty three mark? Cut that shit, cut that. <laughs> 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 yo, at my show, please, like, Son, <laughs> come better than this, God, bro. Y'all really coming at me, man. Oh, listen, man. you think every one of Martin Luther King's marches was successful? <laughs> You don't think some yes. of the marches didn't yes. have everybody? Yes. Some of the marches were low no. attendance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shit. Martin Luther King was Will Chamberlain of speeches. Nah, no, but you don't know. Some of the marches, nobody showed up and they didn't remember that one. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Not all the marches were as Tulsa. Sometimes the speeches weren't as good. You know what didn't I mean? He slap. had an off night. Do you know what I mean? Coretta giving him a hard time about cheating. Yeah, you suddenly off his was game. Like Drake, when it comes to those speeches, yo. that we remember, yo, there were some hit. probably some speeches where there were like black people, were like that ain't it, fam, that ain't it, Martin. Man, oh, we no. just take the bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this man wants us to do a lot of walking. Oh, we just in the back. What's wrong with the back? <laughs> we away from all them white people. Why we gotta sit in the front? Listen, when the front of the bus hits something, who gets hurt first? <laughs> All them white people. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, okay. Yo, this man want me to walk all over the motherfucking city. Yo, that is funny. The first bus crash where black people were able to sit in the front. <laughs> bus crashes into some shit. Some black dude smashes his head, missing his fucking eyeball. He's like, this motherfucker over here. Everybody in the back completely fine. I'm out here missing an eye because Martin wanted me to sit in the front of the bus. We was fine in the back of the bus. 
Do you mean? Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm sorry. Golly, bro. This is just nuts. Why you gotta ask us to be in the front of the bus for For what reason we gotta ask us to be in the front of the bus? We could have been in the back of the bus. He back. And you back. Get in the back of the fucking bus. Oh, man. You know how nice it was to sit in the back of the bus, drink my espresso, and relax with all of my, my other people of color? Now, now I'm in the front of the fucking bus. Jesus. Oh, shit. Right. <laughs> Yo, we can make so many good sketches off our ideas. That's a funny ass sketch. Oh, for sure. Dude. For sure. FNL, Flagrant Night Live. One day we're going to do it. Dude, oh, that, that would be, be dope. So dope. We're going to do it. That'd One be day. Dope. One day, that Patreon gonna set us aside. I'm telling you, man, we're gonna put the infrastructure there. I already, I already been talking to Akash. Yo, shout out to the Patreon. Yeah, we gotta shout out all the people on Patreon, man. That's fucking unbelievable what y'all did, man. You're really giving us a way to build this platform and, and put, you know, some bandwidth. Gave me a house. Get got this motherfucker house. Akash is is lit. Um, got Alex a raise. Yo, you know I mean? right? You got Alex Ray's. Y'all really doing it together, but it's really cool to see what y'all did this week. We really somebody I, posted your interview from uh, what the fuck Buffalo News or whatever. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, it's was up it there. Buffalo, Buffalo, or was it uh, Las Vegas? Maybe it's Las Vegas. It was yeah, Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was just Vegas. fucking with the lady. Yeah, you were just wilding. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's that daytime said. TV shit. They get you to promote the things. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Does that shit work? No. Who watches daytime TV? I mean, you should just go there and try to make a moment out of it. Like, that's your... I do, but, like, I don't want to do that comedian thing where, like, you just go and act outrageous. Like, I still want it to be funny in, like, the way I want to be funny. No, for sure. But you should try to make a viral moment out of that. That's... True. That's that's the only win you have getting up that early to do. Yeah, you right. Does radio work? Radio bring people Depends. out? Depends. Depends. If it's a radio market. Ohio, yes. Mm-hmm. Certain markets, it doesn't work at all. Certain markets is fucking... It's, it's, it's the right, shit. Right, you just right. need to know. And what I've realized what works on radio is just jokes. Don't be funny like what we're doing now. Right, right. Do right. your jokes. Huh. And it's the worst thing to do, but I understand why it works. You're driving to work and you hear this guy doing bits on the radio that are funny. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'll go watch this guy. Right, right. If you're listening to someone on the radio, you're like, he's a nice guy. Yeah. You're not going to go see him. How do you mm. get them to set up jokes for you? I just find things that will go well. He's good at that. Shit. Yeah, it's just like I'll just fit it into conversation. Hmm. You know, so no yeah. matter what they ask me, I'll yeah. do it. You right, know, right. like so if there's some kind of like gender thing that I got going on, the the, the chick host will say something to me and then I'll play it into that. See what they do? Then that's yeah. the thing. You got to be happy, but but boom. But that's why it's okay. fine. energetic Word. about. It. Okay, back to sports. All right, let me ask you about this. Yeah, ask me let me ask me some questions, bro. Did you see this what? Fergie video? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> fuck you. Guys, Did you hear right? him do your your black guy laugh? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I noticed that. Uh, I'm back, all right? All right, he's back. <laughs> That's how you know Alex did a bid. <laughs> Letting out that black laugh. All right, y'all saw this Fergie video? So the the Golden State Warriors continue to be fucking likable. It's so annoying. Ugh. It bothers me so much how funny this is. Bro. So I, Josh Dumel, in a real I don't understand what the fuck he was thinking. It's a stupid move. It's kind of a loser move. He goes on some uh radio station, TV show, mm-hmm. and he says, Draymond Green should apologize. I thought it was classless that he's laughing because he knows he's on camera everybody's laughing this is the word we saw that national anthem live and both the whole fucking arena was laughing yeah uh, fergie should apologize fergie should apologize to america fam absolutely 
Fam, that's worse than anything Colin Kaepernick ever did was fucking <laughs> Fergie's anthem. <laughs> the only time we all agreed to take a knee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, you crazy. So anyway, Josh Mel's like, Draymond Green, I thought it was classless something, something. He owes us an apology. Mm-hmm. And that night, the Warriors remix the Fergie anthem and play a video of them in the locker room dancing to it. And it's so fucking funny. Bro, they're trolling. At the highest level. They are the best team in maybe the history of basketball, and they're taking the time to do viral fucking troll videos on Instagram for Transformers <sighs> actors. <laughs> right? It's amazing what we're Who seeing. Who the fuck got time for Josh Dumel? Bro. It's it's incredible. And it's great content. And it's funny. It was so funny. I and watched I it multiple times. This, oh, was, just... this was after they beat the Knicks? Yeah. Where they scored 46 points in the fourth yeah, quarter? Yeah, Kevin Durant went off. Son, I'm watching the game. I turned it on. We're up by one. They didn't score a point again after I turned it on. <laughs> hey, you bad luck, bro. Son. <laughs> I'm like Kaz writing for one of the WWE guys. Yo, Kaz, stop showing up. I got a place to live. <laughs> Alex out of jail. Yo, Kaz is the flagrant two curse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Bro, Yo, it's crazy. When when Vince McMahon breaks his fucking neck going down some stairs, you don't know why, fam. It's fucking nuts. All right. Anyway. Are we uh, able to play the audio from the remix without showing the video? No, because uh, I don't want it to get in any like flagging. We keep uh, getting videos flagged. So yeah, we that's can't a play. Oh, really? But if, if Yo, you, you want to know it. some real scumbag shit, what? Somebody, so Dwayne, who does the editing here, oh, right, yeah. does, uh, created our little beat in the beginning of Flagrant yeah. 2 and at the end of Flagrant 2. Yeah. He did it on fucking GarageBand, right? Nothing he did crazy. it himself. Nothing crazy. We've been doing this podcast for over a year. Some scumbag creates a song with our same beat registers it mm. and then flags our video on YouTube saying we stole the song from him. Yep. After we did it. That's why videos took a long time to get up last week. Fucking pieces of shit out here, man. Anyway. Well, we it. can still keep putting it up, right? Yeah, we can still keep putting it up because we, we disputed it. We're like, no, we have yeah. proof that we made it. Yeah. You just stole okay. our shit and then tried to get us <laughs> fucked up. But imagine that worked and we had to take down every single video. I'm not mad at him. No, it's That's fucking a good piss- attempt, Yeah, but what if it works and we have to take down yeah, every video? a lot of people. Oh, no, that would suck. Yeah, for us. But I mean... What's he winning, though? He's not getting anything. He's, he's, he's just, just fucking over. He's, he's just, being like a troll. No, and you he- have to pay him? No. Oh, no? Fuck that. Oh, I thought you would have to pay him. I don't know. I don't know how that worked, but that would be horrible. Anyway, can I say one thing that Go. I did enjoy clowning about the video? Is yeah. Kevin Durant's move. What the fuck is he doing with what his arm? What was his move? I didn't see He's doing some weird arm thing, but it's like... Oh, he was trying to Millie Rock. It was so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. It was the oh, worst yeah. Millie Rock I've ever seen in my yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. life. Yeah, this yeah, goofy like motherfucker. Some weird arm thing. Yeah. I know what a Millie Rock <laughs> no, is, fam. No, no, no. This was it, not it a Millie Rock. It wasn't as good. It wasn't. It was well, not even wasn't thing. as good. I don't even know what he was doing. He was yeah. Andrew 100% Millie Rock's better than Kevin Durant. Oh, not my really Rock is tight, bro. See what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. He got a little shoulder in it. Kevin Durant is all elbow up. There's no body in it. Bro, I might have one of the best Millie Rocks, bro. I definitely could. Deadass, I could Millie Rock on any block, son. I definitely could. I can't look. Hold on. Hold on. You don't think? I got to stand up. You got to stand. Hey. 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 Oh, up top. Oh. Hey. 
Oh, my is unstoppable, son. <laughs> yo, real talk. Oh, yo, what block I can't? <laughs> what block I can't Millie on? Damn, the Millie Rock just died. Once white people get a hold of it. Who's white? <laughs> yo, Andrew. Who's white? Yo, Alex, stop it. You know that Millie you Rock is tight, You can't run away from Swedish. You, yo, you don't know what's <laughs> no. hip, dog. You're acting cray-cray right now. No. <laughs> you don't know nothing about hip. Bro, that shit was on fleek, bro. <laughs> 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 oh fuck! Yo, my Millie Rock too tight, bro. Can you Millie Rock? Yeah, I learned all these goofy hit ass that, Hit that, bro. Fucking- hit that, because <laughs> you wouldn't hit the fucking Dougie. Hit the Millie Rock right, at least. We standing? Yeah, go. Hey. There you go. Whoa. That shit sucked, bro. <laughs> that shit was bad. You used to be a dancer, Yo, bro. yo, that shit what sucked, B. What? You were crazy. Side to side step right there, bro. That looked like a prom dance. No, on, that was more like a Dougie. That wasn't even a Millie Rock. You crazy. Put bro, on the song, Alex. Was that shit trash or what? Now we can't use it because of the thing. We can't. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie Block, dog. <laughs> we'll go outside and Millie off right now. Hey, I was like KG. What's better than my... Yo, your shit was worse than KD, son. Yeah. You crazy. No, I'm being You didn't even out. know KD was whack. Son. No, nah, I didn't see it. No. Yo, <laughs> real talk, shit. real talk, whose was better, mine or Akash? Because Akash thinks he's a better dancer than me, but I come from a dance family. You do come from a dance family, but I'm a better dancer. <laughs> I saw Akash dance before. Yeah. Like, when we went out that time. I was like, oh shit, I was surprised. Like... No, he's a good dancer. Yeah, but, but he's not. Millie Rock is better. He, my Millie Rock is better. His feet are better though. You think he has better footwork? Yeah. No, his just his feet. Like I know I just jumped subjects, but you were trying to say like your feet were not as bad as his, but yours are worse than his. All right, ask yourself this question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real talk. I bet you. Yeah. I bet you. If we had a dance off. I'd win Millie Rock. Whatever. Whatever dance you want to do. I bet you three espressos. <laughs> Three expressos. You can ask anybody Listen, you want to ask. First of all, quiet. Every, we need to just everybody. We yell supposedly. At, no, 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 no. Supposedly, just, your Millie Rock is better. No, I'm, we need to just be a little bit. Can we just use our library voices? <laughs> I just. <laughs> this is this bruh, is what we bruh, gonna do. Bruh. This is what we loser, gonna do. Now, real talk. Loser yeah. pays for the winner's Valentine's Day. I was gonna say it. I was gonna say it. I knew. You I was gonna say it, but you got there first. <laughs> but I let it go. I knew you knew it. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck, dude. I'm dying, man. Someone called an ambulance. Call the ambulance. Call the motherfucking ambulance. <laughs> Call that motherfucking ambulance. No, you can't do that again. What? That other time you had us crying for like 10 minutes. Ambulance. Yo. Your boy is back, son. Yo, your boy is back. Y'all thought you could stop me. Fuck out of here, bro. That's why this is the GOAT podcast, man. Yeah. That's a callback from six months ago. You are not playing games out here, dog. <laughs> No games being played. Fuck out of here, bro. A fucking callback. God damn. We sleep on them. Oh, shit. We sleep. We sleep. Then we come back. All right, let's talk about some foosball. All right. Hugh Jackson got fired, speaking of firings. Cleveland. Cleveland firing everybody. Yo, Cleveland don't give a fuck right now. Wow, that's interesting. Even the coaches can't keep jobs in Cleveland. Yo, (laughs) both coaches got fired. Everybody unemployed out in Cleveland. (laughs) They're getting you ready for it. They're joining the ranks of the unemployed. Oh, fuck. Yo, so Cleveland, Cleveland fires their offensive coordinator and their head coach. Right. After a, what are they? Two, four, and one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, 
what is the motivation here? Let's tank and get another season. Are they upset? No, because they I, have. They want more wins, and They're, they justifiably should have them, right? Like they have a receiving core. Yeah, and I don't think the players believed in Hugh. I think like. Damn, people, how you believe in a guy who had two fucking wins? People were season? saying he was on. He was going to get fired during fucking hard knocks. Right, right. Like people were unimpressed with him in hard knocks, and all hard knocks tries to do is make everybody look good. Not, you know, what I mean, not necessarily, but like hard he, knocks is Instagram. Basically, it is yeah. hard knocks. People are always like, "Oh, this team is going to be good." And right. For whatever reason, people come out. That's not their goal, but it happens, and he couldn't do it. Right. This motherfucker's sister and mom die or some shit during the first episode, and still people are like, "Yeah, but he can still get fired." Not likable. Still, people are like, "Yeah, but I don't want him here." Like, it's crazy how much people hated this dude. Why do you think he lasted so long? Because they had an idea. They believed in him. And the idea was essentially tanking for the NFL, which is they were trading, getting mad draft picks. And then starting, I think, two years ago, right. they started trying to pick good players. You, they had like a bunch of uh, draft pick stockpiles for two seasons. Yeah. That was last season was the second season of those two. where They just had a bunch of draft picks ready. They had the first and fourth pick overall. Right. And they took Mayfield and a corner who's Denzel Ward, I think, who's good. Okay. But people were still surprised who they took. A lot of people thought they'd take Sam Donald, who went to the Jets. Right. And, or some people were saying, take Saquon and then get a good quarterback at number four. You're going to get either Baker Mayfield or uh, Sam Donald. There were guys. There were quarterbacks. Yeah, there were available. guys. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Right. So you have um, this Cleveland team who's right. at least gotten a couple wins. Right? Yeah. Baker looks somewhat promising. I think Baker looks good, yeah. Baker looks okay. He's still turning the ball over, but that could be a function Rookie, of... Rookies always... Turn yeah. the ball over. That's yeah. normal for rookies? It's normal. Just yeah. the speed, they're not catching Rookies are coming it. in now much more well-developed than they were feels that 10 way. years ago. Yeah, Especially um, not like quarterbacks. It feels like the um, the line, like these guys are ready to produce immediately. Maybe Corners, everybody. that kind of stuff. But... College offenses have gotten way more pro style. When we were growing up, right. colleges were like the wishbone. Like you're barely throwing as a quarterback, and now colleges are more pass heavy than pro offenses. Right. So, so the they're, they're are getting ready. more experience. Everybody's I guess. Getting yeah. More quarters for sure. Quarterbacks are like they are. What is the most easily transferable position? You think? That's a good fucking question, and I don't know. Like, what do you see a college player, and if they're effective in college at this, they will be affected in the league at that It seems like position. there's a, a high bust rate everywhere because you're just stepping it up to such a high level in the post. Even the line. Even the line. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got hand technique is a huge deal with defensive linemen. Like, they, they say, like, does he have violent hands? What is that? Like, are you strong? Like, there's when you hit someone. There's one thing that I know about football players. <laughs> 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 oh, I'll just say it this way. A lot of wives in Boston. No, for sure. For sure. A lot of Sullys out there. A lot of Sullys. Um, Sully's violent hands yeah. are like what you tried to have with the bouncer, but didn't. Like, a, like if they looked at your game film. <laughs> no, 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 no. My hands were not violent They looked at, at your game I film. I have passive hands. And the way you put your hands out, yeah. they're like, that's not. He's First of all, I didn't thing. even use my whole hand. I did this. I did two, <laughs> two little piece signs. He, de- <laughs> was he definitely to- was a wide receiver. Just going with his fingertips. <laughs> yeah, just catch it here. I have. Yeah, it was oh, good. Was, let me come here. Come here. All right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know what the the easily transferable position is. Right. Seems like you never really know. It's, it seems really inexact, as exact as they try to make it. Yeah. But uh, they just weren't happy. I mean, they had they lost a lot of winnable games. You could yeah. you could easily blame coaching, and now they're just done. Fair enough. Um, do you did you see that DeAndre Hopkins catch? That yes. Did not count. That wasn't even a pass interference. It should have counted. One hundred percent. I was on the phone with you when you saw it. 
Oh, really? Yeah, and you were like, holy fuck, you just saw the craziest catch. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. So you yeah. have to watch this DeAndre Hopkins catch. And so, then I went and looked it up. It's crazy. It's it's a really, it was a fascinating catch because usually you see the, uh, it's called a back shoulder throw. Yeah, yeah. Right? And the back shoulder throw is usually thrown to the sideline. So the ball is almost out of bounds. So it's out of reach of the corner. Right. But you can grab and then tap your toes and then you're out. This was back shoulder, but on the inside. I think I've seen that before. I think I've Fair seen enough. That. That's fine. But you basically have to get the corner on one side of you, yeah. and then the quarterback throws to your shoulder that's on the opposite right. side of the corner, right. right? Hopkins, and I'm just saying this for everybody that's watching, it was unbelievably impressive. He turns around, catches it with his left hand, and he has to kick his leg up in the air to like... I think it's a natural motion when you're turning. Your leg is yeah. kind of moving yeah. with you. And the way that he comes down with it, he has to pass the ball the through his legs yeah. to secure the pass. Yeah. Catches it one hand, secures it underneath his Unreal. legs like he's doing like a between the legs. And then they call it offensive pass interference. And it him. wasn't pass interference at all. It's yeah. a horseshit call. Took yeah. away one of the greatest catches ever. And Hopkins said in the, did you see his uh, post game? No, what he said? They're like, uh, yeah, they took away my catch. That was the greatest catch in the history of football. <laughs> it might have been it flat out. It might have been, dog. It was more impressive than Odell's catch, and Odell's catch was crazy yeah. against the Cowboys. Actually, yeah. that one-handed falling, he did that and then passed it through his legs. Yes, I mean it's the greatest catch I've ever seen. Yeah, Odell and had it, a nice snag too. He had a one-handed Odell's, snag. Was, oh, this week, yeah. yeah Odell's yeah, hands are crazy, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. except when we need a two-point conversion in the end zone. But <laughs> it is what it is. Thanks, Odell. Um, so yeah, that's that was that. And then I also want to talk about the Rams because they eight are eight and zero. And just fucking impressive. I only saw the beginning of the game. Did you did you watch the whole game? I didn't know. I didn't watch the whole game. Green Bay played very well against them. Yeah, they really did. The the Green Bay corners were fucking I mean, just getting at every single pass. It, it was unbelievable to see them do it. Like they were really ready, put it that way. They, Green Bay this, was ready. They were a nine point underdog, and this is crazy. That's the biggest underdog Aaron Rodgers has been in his entire like NFL wow. career. Yeah. Wow. What was the final score? Uh, they lost by, oh, this is interesting. So they lost by two. I think it was 27 26 or something like okay. that. But Todd Gurley has a chance to run the ball in for a touchdown to cover the nine point spread. But they're just running out the clock. So he just goes down. And that way you can knee the clock out and the game is over. <laughs> and then all these people who bet all the these game. gamblers are so pissed because <laughs> he could have covered the spread. And he's like, I don't care. I wanted to win. And yeah. theoretically, it's not going to happen. But if you score, you give them the ball back. God knows what Never happen. know what happens. Go yeah. down at the one. Smart move. And all these gamblers are pissed. And that is interesting to what we talked about of like how gambling, once it's legal in all 50 states, is going to affect things. Because that becomes a much more talked about story. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Especially for Vegas, who, I mean, they'll have a team. They'll have a team. Football players in Vegas is just a bad idea. It's yeah. a terrible They idea. can't behave in Cincinnati. Yo. Like, if you're getting in trouble in Cleveland, Bruh. you're shooting up a fucking nightclub. Where'd they shoot up the nightclub? Oh, no, that did happen in Vegas, didn't it? I don't know where. Well, the dude who Aqib Tlaib, remember he like shot himself? Oh, yeah, that was Vegas. That was in Vegas, right? <clears throat> yeah. I think that pushed things back a little bit because they were like, see what happens when they're fucking in Vegas, right. you know? But, um, Maybe. yeah, I think that's why prostitution's illegal in Vegas. It's legal in the state of Nevada. Hmm. But they didn't want to have, and now weed is legal, but it wasn't originally. Mm. They wanted to get the team there first. You can't bring a team to Vegas when you got ho whores and fucking drugs yeah, everywhere yeah, yeah. Oh, legally. Oh, interesting. Right? Because we want wholesome image. We want right. all this other shit as far as, you know, bring the teams here, have your family go, et cetera. Right. But now you have the team. They make weed recreational. Mm -hmm. And I think the whores are going to come soon. <sighs> 
and tell me tell me a better city to go with your boys to watch your team play. I'm sorry, if you're a fan of It should football, host a Super Bowl every year. Oh, without a doubt. Fuck a rotating... Fuck that. First of all, fuck this winter Super Bowl shit. Yo. Like, fuck this. Like, but if it's in Vegas, it don't matter. Beautiful. It's a break from the winter. I'm saying the elements, oh, yeah. like winter oh, elements yeah, yeah, of football. Yeah, yeah. Fuck all that shit. But um, even walking to the stadium in snow, why are we doing this? We right. don't need to do this. It's just, But I, I love that idea. Host it every, every single year there. But just imagine one game a year, you guys go to Vegas for the weekend. Yeah. And what is the problem? Not the problem with Vegas. One of the things with Vegas is essentially is like, what do we do Sunday? Right. We just fucking drank Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, or even Friday, Saturday, like monsters. Right? You didn't just drink Oh, you're doing drugs, you're doing everything, everything like that, right? What better way to recover than just drink? Than just drink and, and watch, watch the sport book. Oh, you can God. either go to the game or watch it at the oh, casino. Watch right. it at the casinos, watch it at the big things, yeah. you're hanging out. It's like it's a great reason, it's a great excuse. It's why I go for summer league. It's just a great excuse to go to Vegas. Vegas can be fun. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think it could be kind of a I was gonna ask you about something. But yeah, but the Rams. You think they're legit? It, it's, they're legit. It's I don't know if they're going to win the Super Bowl. I feel like this happens a lot, where a mm-hmm. team is just like incredible out of the gate, and they don't seem to win it. Right. But I don't see what their weakness is. I think the Saints would give them a hard time. Saints you think the are, Saints are that good? I think the Saints are good. They're good defense, good running team. That travels well is what they always say. Right. And you got Drew Brees. And then anything can happen. Right. And I also think the Vikings, could they would lose, but they could give them a little tough time in the playoffs. And there was right. one more team, I can't remember, but there's one more NFC team that, oh, oh yeah, Green Bay in a rematch. It could be kind of like the Giants Is, is Green Bay that good? I feel like all of a sudden... They're not that good, but they... They have Aaron Rodgers. They have Aaron Rodgers, and then you can... Sometimes, what well, they say, styles make fights. Right. In the NFL, NBA, it's always matchups. There's matchup things. Right. And maybe Aaron Rodgers can exploit certain things with uh, with within St. Louis that nobody else can. Right. Maybe. I'm okay. basing that completely on yesterday, but... What do you think happens with this uh, Green Bay Patriots game? I think Green Bay... I think Green Bay is going to win. Really? But I don't necessarily know why. It's just like a feeling. Uh-huh. I'm just saying Rodgers over Brady, really. Are you high on Green Bay? I feel like... What's that? No. I thought you were asking him. Are you high? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I am no, high like, on you Green a- Bay in the yeah. playoffs. Okay. Because I just feel like they're scrappy. They got Rodgers, and, and those things can make some game noise. changer. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's really just a gut. Like I have, a f- they're like my dark horse. If I had to pick a team, right? Because they're not even. I don't even know if they're in the playoffs right now. Right. Uh, Chicago's winning the division right now, but I think Green Bay has a funny way of it's just such sneaking a weird in there. sport to to make judgments on because there's so many changes throughout the season. Like their teams will just lose four straight. And then win out. The Texans, I've never seen that necessarily, but the Texans... Did the Giants is, do it? They, Years back? Maybe they lost four straight. I know that that year in 2011, they were real up and down. <laughs> and then 2007, they started 0-2, almost went 0-3, which right. you're not supposed to be able to overcome 0-3. Right. But Houston started 0-3, now won five straight. Right. They're 5-3. and three. Yeah. So this is a wild year, I think, and it's a fucking great year to watch football. Right. Like, if you're not a huge football fan, this is a good time to sit to down and be like, let me see what the NFL is talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it just it seems to me like every year there's this team that we thought nothing of in the beginning of the season and they end it super strong. So when they hard capped the NFL, like right. basketball, there's all these rules around yeah. salary cap. NFL, you cannot go above this dollar amount. Right. So they really brought parity into the league. And that's why year to year there's such massive swings because right. the talent disparity isn't that crazy. Baseball, the Yankees can afford to pay for everyone. Right. So they're going to have all the talent. The Red Sox are going to have all the talent. Right. Um, 
basketball, there's ways Wait, around it. Did the Red it. Sox win the World Series? That's no, why I right? stopped. No, I don't. I don't know. I just knew the there World was, Series. There's something in Boston, and that's why I stopped at the Red Sox. The World Series is in like uh, June. Um, yeah, I guess it is April, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, who watches baseball? <laughs> I don't know. We. This is a sports podcast. Yeah, yeah. And we even the everything else, it's too boring to fall into the everything else. Yeah, so, yeah, I hear you. Uh, but anyway, but go on. There's a lot. There's parity in the NFL, so like any year to year, a team could dive or a team could swing up. And then if you get into the playoffs, the talent disparity isn't crazy, and that's why you now are starting to. In 20 years ago, this didn't happen, right? But now you're starting to see like Green Bay when they won a Super Bowl, they were a wild card team. Atlanta when they lost to New England, they were a wild card team. Uh, last year, the number one seed won it, but like you see wild card teams sneak in a lot all the time. Yeah, I feel like there's also so many injuries in football that's also true that teams can dynamically change throughout the year that's true right and change in a way and there's so few games right Right. so like let's say it's in the nba you got 82 games yeah you could miss 15 games and things will even out and things will even out but if you miss let's say you have a lineman that's a you know huge part of your team he's still playing but he's not healthy right right and then all of a sudden he gets healthy week six yeah game changer yeah right Carson Wentz is rookie year. He's having a great first half of the year, and then all of a sudden they just sputtered. It's because his starting left tackle had Got a drug suspension for like 10 games. Right. All of a sudden they fell apart, and nobody can figure out why. Cowboys last year fell apart. Starting left tackle got hurt. They also lost Zeke for the suspension. Right. But like the left tackle, I think, was the main thing. Right. It's just one guy you never think of. Matter of fact, he's having a good game if you don't hear his name. Right, right. If you're hearing a left tackle's name, it's because he's getting it's, beat. Yeah, he's, he's getting, getting beat. Destroyed. He's getting penalized. Bad things are happening. God, what a thankless position. It's the most thankless job. Offensive line is the most thankless job in sports. Outside of monetary gain, what is the joy from it? Like, where's the competition? What do they get off on? I mean, I, in I, in a way, that is like the most man versus man job in sports. Yeah, but it'd be like if you were a boxer, but you could only defend. Yeah, that's I true. I would never do that. That's true. Right? Like someone just gets to punch you all fucking day or punch at you well, all that's, day. Well, I think that's maybe this is interesting because they like running blocking a lot typically more than pass ah, blocking. Ah, because they get to lay pass a fucking you're hit. you're retreating, you're shoving. Yeah. Run blocking, you're going let's forward. Let's go. You're, yeah, let's go. Okay, so there are certain times where they get yeah. to exact And you'll revenge. see like like clips of offensive linemen just like slamming the defensive linemen and like this guy's a beast or whatever. Got you, got you. But let's say it's, a it's pass happy yeah. team yeah, like Green Bay. Yeah, it's pretty thankless. And is that why those quarterbacks really fucking take you care of those dudes? These dudes up because it's a thankless job, right? And if you aren't thanking them, they're gonna be because they're already probably a little bitter that nobody gives a fuck about them, right? The center's holding out. Nobody's gonna be like, "We gotta sign this guy." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You realistically, you probably do. <laughs> yeah. But no fan is gonna be like, "I'm yeah. not coming to games if Max Unger didn't get any." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Squarovsky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's named after those crystals. Yeah. <laughs> right. Everybody, uh, every offensive line is like some like Polish dude. And yeah, and that makes us respect offensive lines less. Is that white people can do it? <laughs> We're like, whatever, man. It can't be that hard. That's yeah. why you think you could block somebody. Now, amongst football players, is there a respect for them. I don't know about players. I know fans who like watch a lot. You realize how important the offensive line is. But my understanding was that these are like the true tough guys on the team. Uh, probably, yeah. So like the players really I'm sure. respect. Them. I'm sure in that way, yeah. I'm sure. Right. Okay. So maybe we don't. We would have to ask. Uh, what's her name? She would know more. Yeah, Miko. Miko. Absolutely. But I wonder if there is like a. They're like in the jungle. They're the elephants. Yo. Like they don't really do much in the jungle. 
but like when they come up to the watering hole, like the cheetahs and shit yeah, get yeah, out the yeah, way. You got like, that. Oh, you the got elephants that, yeah, are here. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all linemen are. Just the elephants. elephants. They're just elephants. They're yeah. elephants of football. Yeah. A necessary part of the ecosystem. 100%. Smart. Smart, yep. That's what I was going to say. Slow. Never forget. Yeah. Plotting. But strong. Don't fuck with them. You can get them tusks. What do, what do you think you have to give them in gifts a year to maintain the loyalty? I mean, if you're producing, you're giving them, like, I remember this was in 1991 or something yeah. when I first started watching. Uh, Emmett Smith won the rushing title and he bought everybody his line of Rolexes. And back then, you weren't making crazy money. I remember he held out two years later. He held out later for four years, $13 million. Wow. Was, was willing to miss the season yeah. for four years, $13.7 million or something like that. So, like, he wasn't making crazy loot, but his, and this is his even cheaper contract, but he right. still got his lineman Rolexes. Go, get that. Right. Take care of that. Right. So, you're basically tipping them. Basically. Yeah. Do black quarterbacks tip? <laughs> yo, that'd be oh, no, we, should add, we should ask so, Alex. Yo, yo, that'd be fucked up though. If like, if like the linemen had their own little conference and they're like, "I'm be honest, Sean and Cam ain't fucking tipping, bro. We ain't get shit this year, bro. You know damn well the Indian quarterback ain't tipping. Indians tip the worst. Oh yeah, well, yeah, we're not making it to the league. But did you know did, that? What? There's people that tip worse than blacks? Uh, I thought like Europeans because they don't tip out there. Not Indians too though. Indians that are born and raised in America tip like shit. Oh shit. Born and raised I don't know but Indians from India don't give a fuck. Oh all foreigners don't care. All foreigners don't tip but they're born and raised. Really? They're like no I'm not going to do it. I don't like to do 20% unless I feel like you did a great job. I had to bully him. I overcompensate trying to get rid of I'll do I won't do lower than 15. (laughs) You're doing your part. (laughs) Yeah. So the lowest I go is 20%. The lowest I'll go is 15. If you did a bad job, you get 15. But 20 is like, I'll like thread the needle at 18. I can't. If you're high, 20 is if you're like, I really like this guy. I can't do over 20. Bad service and then like. That's some white shit. I can't do over 20. I can't do over 20. That's some shit your girlfriend probably makes you do. You see that? Waitresses and bartenders, the black guy's tipping the most in here. No, I remember Andrew. I, t- I think I told this story on the podcast before. I, rem- I remember we got this motherfucker. We went to a diner. He got the wrong food, like legit the wrong food. Went to the waiter and was like, "Yo, man, this isn't what I ordered." And the waiter was like, "Hey, man, nothing I could do." <laughs> and Andrew was like, "What are you fucking talking about? I ordered something else." And he was like, "Yeah, you're right." And then Andrew was like, "Well, then give me that." And the waiter was like, "Nah, man, I can't." And then Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, was <laughs> sitting back down, and he there's a look of fury on his face, and he's like, "I'm I'm livid." I'm telling you what, I'm only tipping 15%. And I was like, yo. yo you know why I didn't only, leave? Only. You know why I didn't leave? Because oh, sometimes you have to stage a sit-in for your <laughs> <laughs> You do. You do, bro. You got to fight for it, bro. Oh, you got to fight. Did I not fight? Oh, no, man. You were a cuck for that. You stayed there eight he ate the you shit didn't he didn't want to eat. <laughs> Damn, I did get cucked. Now, now that y'all tell that story, I really did. What? Where uh, was this? Fuck. Um, Westway. Westway Diner. Mad long ago. Golly. And I was, I just was that much of a bitch? Yeah, you just took that. Did I'm I, only tipping 15% and I was like, huh? Did, did I change at all, Akash? Did I get better as a man? Back then? No, you, now. You you try to deflect a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you put your hands out. You put your hands out. 
Try to no, stop it. It's, it's the waiter's fault. I couldn't defend you, bro. My man stole all my confidence. Waiter stole all my confidence. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, man. Yo. We're, when we get, we're, I think our next thing is 2,500 right. subscribers, right. right? For the yeah. Patreon. Yeah. We are going to call one of Alex's white girls. Yo. We're going to call her, bro. We're going to call her, bro. Alex, pick one of them. <laughs> Alex, pick one. Let us know, dog. It's all for entertainment, people. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. He's trying to protect himself. <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, fair enough. I get it. Yo, but real talk. We're going to pick one of Alex's. Yeah. We're going to pick one of Alex's shorties. We're going to call her. What are we going to talk to her about? Whatever. I mean, we called Alex's sister. Have fun. <laughs> we could just call her back. <laughs> I'd prefer that. <laughs> nah, she's pregnant, bro. Patrons hit us up in the in the comments. I think we'll yo, go it's with so the girl yo, bit. pregnant people are so funny. Like my sister just cries at everything now. Wait, <laughs> really? Like, yeah, yeah. She's like super. Don't emo. change the subject, man. We could call one of your white girls. <laughs> Fuck out of here! Like I don't see through that. <laughs> yo, <laughs> upset what if we me call when you just and misdirect like, me like that? <laughs> what if she called and then she announces that she's pregnant? Oh shit! Yo, why don't even do that. Well, bro, listen, you ain't like, you ain't telling Alex nothing he hadn't faced before. He got a solution. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, this My has been a great episode. This has no, been a great talk. episode of No, it's not over yet, bro. It's not over. There's Alex. a new fucking Netflix show called How to Make a Murderer. It's <laughs> <laughs> starring Alex. No, please, no, no, it's no. All his fucking scoop scoops. Oh man, yo, Andrew, how many you got? <laughs> how to make a murderer. Run, run, but the son. opening scene is just Alex looking at a condom and then throwing it away. <laughs> <laughs> he got his finger on the wrapper like about to take it off. No, you know what it is. He just tucks it no, in the drawer. Is. He takes the condom out. His fingers are mad wet from trying to put the from finger in the girl. He's the mad slipper. He tried to open it once. He tried to open it twice. And then he just looks at it. Toss that shit. says, fuck it. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. Alex right. looked right at that pregnancy yesterday. He said, you know what? <laughs> if she dies, she dies. That's what he says, really? Oh, fuck. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God. Yeah, anyway, yo, go. Patreon.com slash flagrant2. Get part of the community. Get part of what we're doing over there. This shit is absolutely beautiful. I love seeing y'all group up. Last year we did the the last year the last week did radical inclusion. I see all these people starting to text each other and get the group chats going and all these things. That's I got so someone dope. who's gonna possibly animate some stuff for us. Yeah, um, a lot of things are happening over there. And also, I like you guys empowering yourselves in the community. If you have ideas for the community, how to make it more seamless, how to organize it, please bring those together. Let's start building it together. Right. This is a community that we're all a part of. So if we can organize opportunities that people have for other people, meetups and these different things, these different sections within the community, help us put that together, honestly, right? I mean, one of the coolest things about Burning Man is it's done entirely by the people that go to Burning Man, right? There's not one dad or boss of it. Everybody goes and everybody contributes. So let's make this the fucking coolest, you know, the most effective, most efficient community that's out there, man. Some real fight club shit. No bullshit. I'm really excited yeah, for man. it. And Y'all are thing, making this so dope. It's so true. And one thing that I that I've almost forgot about, but I want to do it. There's a there's a guy who's on Instagram. His Instagram is Christ Like Love, and uh, he's a Patreon subscriber. And what he said, he's like, uh, I'd like to to give a subscription to somebody. Yeah, you know. And he was like, 
you know, it's $5 a month and, um, I really enjoy this and I get a lot of joy from it. And I think somebody else might, and maybe, you know, they don't have five bucks to spend a month or something like that. So I'd like to donate that. And, um, we're not about to be outdone. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we will match that each one of us. Yeah. As part of this podcast, going to also donate another one. So we're going to find about a way to do it, but we're going to donate subscriptions. So that'll be at least, you know, five more of those. And um, I thought that was so fucking cool, man. I thought that was so fucking cool that he wanted to give that and um, some real beautiful shit. So let's do that. Really? I got to thank all the Patreon members, the asshole army in general, like the love I got coming home, man, the overwhelming amount of love I got, man. Crazy, huh? Crazy. I've never, never had so many people concerned with my asshole ever. (laughs) (laughs) What were they saying? Everybody was just hoping I kept it tight out there. And I did. I did. But so much love, man. Really? Yeah. Did you tell him about, tell him that one story about the dude who like, he he was like, nah, tell him, (laughs) you said you would talk about it. Tell him yeah, about the story. You setting up, go. <laughs> I'm not setting up, but no. Tell him about the story. Who like you? He's he he got you guys to play like this game where you rub each other's thighs, like, and mm-hmm. you thought, yeah, that game. Yeah. Stop acting nah, like it's I'm not st- true, I'm bro. Stopping all over. Stop acting like no, it's not true. That, no. It was a game where he was. He said that he was into like reflexology, like that kind of like massage shit. And you were like <laughs> that. You were really tense because you've been locked up and you whatever. And then the guy. <laughs> oh, I was in Sweden. And there's a group Swedish massages. You know, exactly. So that makes sense. Exactly. But so it was a Swedish massage thing. And like bombing. And then, and then it was, so, so basically the thing was like, you guys agreed to like rub each other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? I remember. So that, then yeah. you guys were agreeing to rub each other and then mm-hmm. you just rubbed his legs a little bit and then he rubbed your legs a little bit. And then that was it. And then I grabbed his cock. <laughs> no, that's not part of it. dude. That's wild, bro. <laughs> Why'd you make it gay? <laughs> Yo. Yo, you saved that story, Alex. You saved that story. Andrew 35, not funny no more. (laughs) I'm not going to let y'all do this to me. You're not going to put this on me at all. Yo, can we say something real quick? It's Andrew's birthday. Oh, it is my birthday, yeah. Tomorrow. Well, Is today? Well, when this comes out. When this comes out, it's Andrew's birthday. 35 years old. Andrew had a dinner yesterday. I didn't get to go. Um, no. I had a show in Newark. I, I was fucked up. It's but a show at a fucking um, coffee shop. Yeah. This guy canceled on my birthday for a show at a fucking. I got coffee paid. Shop. Um, it was it was a money spot. Um, but I didn't, I'm a friend, man. Yeah. So um, the this is on behalf of myself, on behalf of Alex, right. on behalf of Absentee Kaz, and oh, to wow. you from the assholes to you. Happy birthday oh, wow. to you. God. Happy birthday, dear Andrew. Great. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. This is great. All right. This is. Yes. It's an asshole. This is an asshole. With balls. With balls and, and a, a penis. So, am I looking. We got a shot of this? I think it's upside down. Oh, you right. I think the penis is, yeah, the penis and balls are upside down. There's some cum coming out of the penis. It's a very oddly shaped asshole. But, um... <laughs> is it edible or no? I mean, find out, buddy. It should be. No, it's not. It's clay. Yeah, put that shit in your mouth. No, it's not. It's you clay. It <laughs> it's not food. I mean, you would know. But I would eat it if it it's was food. It's supposed to be chocolate. It's, it's no, a chocolate not. cake. Yeah, it is. We got no forks. It's definitely edible. The whole thing is edible, bro. That's clay. I just ate clay. No, you didn't. 
That's just how they able to mold it. Bruh, take a take a bite here. Mm. Here, this is so. Here's another thing you guys might not know. Indians feed each other cake on your birthday. That's like a thing. It's okay. like if I care about this person, feed me some cake. So I'm gonna feed you some cake. So we're gonna yeah, use not, not we're gonna use this as the to, fork. Well, like, this is the fork. Uh, we don't fork, have a fork, yeah. so the penis will be the fork. Yeah. yeah. Alex, just feed me, like me to, with your hands. If you'd like to feed him, let me know. <laughs> just oh. feed me with your hands, bro. Right, I think buddy. you just gotta rip it out. All right. Let's just get in this asshole. Yeah. Get in that. Well, no. Don't take the taint. Get some actual cake. Get a nice yeah chunk of fucking cake. Yeah, bro. Cake, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here you go, buddy. Thanks, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy! How's the cake? I don't think that's food. It's terrible? <laughs> I think it's not food, bro. <laughs> bro. That's clay, dude. I think it's clay. It's supposed to be chocolate, fam, and caramel. I paid a lot. I paid entirely too much money for this, Did for you? this, for this cake. Yeah. Yeah, that's cake. It's just the molding. Oh. <laughs> Y'all fucking with me? No! No! Look, there's even a message! What is that? Hope your birthday was a blast. Now enjoy your piece of ass, Andrew. Wow, that's adorable. Actually, let me get some of that black ass. (laughs) I thought you would enjoy the black cake the most. Did they... Where did you get this cake? Because they make gay cakes. That's an open-minded bakery. Right? Yo, dude was gay. Oh. That was pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Dude is for sure gay. Not bad at all. Guys, thank you. I just want to point out that this uh, whole gift was ruined by the lady in the front because I walked in here before all of you and she was like, oh, Akash had a really funny cake for you. Oh, Oh, fuck! Fucking bitch. (laughs) Fuck! Right? And I was like, oh, yeah, you probably just ruined my whole birthday surprise. (laughs) And then she's like, oh, whoops. And then I walked in the room and it was on the table when I walked in the room. So I looked at the cake and everything. But I thought I did a good job of making it seem like a surprise. No, No, bro, I was wondering. I was like, why does she seem that boring? I know. If y'all really cared, you ought to get on, got here on time. (laughs) Whew, all right. I'm here at five. I thought you were here earlier. No, 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 no. All right. Look, I'm off sugar, so and bread, which is both of these things. Yeah, Alex, you want to take this home, buddy? No, I'm good. Yeah, you take this home. No, hell no, I'm not taking this. Shit. Why not? I'm good. But you live by yourself. Yeah, but I don't want that shit. No, no. Why are you so like defensive about it? <laughs> <laughs> like, really defensive about it, dog. You don't want the black ass cake, bro? There's a nice little fucking asshole. Nice take a cheek, asshole, dog. dog. Take one cheek. Yeah. I, I get enough right black here. ass already. You do? Mm-hmm. Where? All the time. Not Sweden. What this kind of good? What yeah, I was at uh, Wheezy show. Shout out to Wheezy. Yeah, horrible decisions. Yeah, there's a lot. We of, know who Wheezy is, bro. A lot yeah. of beautiful black queens in there last night. Oh yeah, did they recognize you? They did actually. And yeah. Wheezy wouldn't let you talk to him. Like Wheezy was <laughs> mad jealous when they were throwing at you. No, she she's a wingman now. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yo, this cake sucks, dog. I'm not right with it. I don't mind it. No, this is trash. I mean, for an ass cake, it's pretty good. I mean, th- it looks interesting. Wait, you should take this to Wheezy. Yeah. Give this to Wheezy I'm from not, us. Yo, I got cameras and shit to carry. I'm not holding that cake. All right. Well, Wheezy, look. All right. Leave it for Wheezy. It's been a great podcast. Word. I love y'all so much for listening. Thank y'all so much for listening. Uh, if you're saying happy birthday while you're in your car, you're at your job or whatever you're doing, you're at the gym. Uh, thank you. I appreciate you guys very much. Big three, five. I'm there. It's fucking downhill, man. All downhill, but I'm excited about it. <laughs> Have a great one. It's been flavor too. Peace. God bless. <laughs>